Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show is a consistent ratings winner. I don't mean to brag, but we got a lot of listeners. Elvis Duran. It's Elvis Duran and the morning show. Show. You do have a great show, and it's hugely popular. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Let me tell you, people are such wusses. You know, just a little bitty sprinkle outside, and everyone's all <laughs> slow and late to get to work. Yep, almost was. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, welcome to the day. It is uh, Wednesday, December 11th. It is uh, snowing all around the New York area, except here in New York City. It's just, It's slushing. But then again, if you're waking up in South Florida, you're going to hit the 80s today. And so we're very, very, very jealous of you. I don't know. Danielle is still on the road. It may be another hour before she gets here. You know why? Because people just don't know how to drive in this stuff. They don't. What are we going to do about that? I didn't sit here and just watch them run late. I told, I I said, Danielle, go home. You don't have to drive in this. No, I'm going to find your way. That's how she sounded. I love that you make her sound like such an old granny. (laughs) (laughs) Hello there, Gandhi. How are you? I'm doing well. Hi, Froggy. Good morning, Elvis. Hi there, producer Sam. Good morning, babe. Hi, Scary. Hi, Elvis. Well, all right. So for those who just... This is for Danielle. A dedication just to our Danielle. All right, that's all you get. Oh, that was such a tease. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I was into it. Well, anyway, we get on with the show. We've got a day. We've got a day to do. We'll start with our first caller of the day. It's Samantha. Hi, Samantha. Hi, good morning. Well, it is a good morning. So wherever you're sitting right now, is it going to be in the 80s and sunny, or is it going to be snowy in the 30s? Which one? Uh, well, I am actually on my way to work. I work in Brooklyn, and Uh-oh. I live on Long Island. All right, so you have so a slushy day. I <laughs> wa- Very slushy day. I'm in the middle of uh, driving in the snow, but I wanted to call because I wanted to reach out to everybody else that's, you know, traveling in the snow and start off the day right. Well, thank Doing you. Doing the good fight. Thank you. But keep in mind, there are many people <laughs> across the country that are listening. They have a perfectly clear road today. Like, if seriously, if you're driving on 95 in Miami right now, you've got no problem other than the other a-holes on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> there are those. You know what? It's snowing a-holes. Anyway, also, <laughs> yeah. let's take it to Philly. You know what? In Philadelphia, everyone's all excited. They don't care about the weather because tonight is Q102 Philadelphia's Jingle Ball. Oh, yeah. And we're going to be there for that, weather permitting. So, you know, we're all in pretty good mood, but you are setting the pace for a very festive day, Samantha. I can tell you're ready to have a good day. Ready? Ready to go? I'm ready to go. I, I love what I do, and uh, I'm just excited to get going. Wow. You know what? You just said something very interesting. I love what I do. How many people listening right now can actually honestly say they love what they do? If you don't, there's, uh, no, there's, yeah. no, one, there's no one who can change that other than you. It's Something to keep one. in mind. It is a tough one. Yeah. It's not that easy always. Nope. I get it. Well, look, Samantha, you are the first caller of the day, so we're going to send you an Elvis Duran Morning Show shirt. It's on the way, okay? Oh, lovely. Can you please ruin it for oh, me? Oh, <laughs> we're going to ruin it. 
It's not even going to look like a shirt by the time you get it. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on, Samantha. Around the room, we'll get started with you, uh, Froggy. What's on your mind today? You know, I know people who put up Christmas lights can uh, relate with what I'm about to say. I have this one string of lights on my house. When I hung it up, they were all burning. Last night, they're all out. I can't figure out. I replaced every bulb. I've done everything humanly possible to get the string of lights to work. Okay, do, do yourself a favor. Take that 99-cent string of lights <laughs> off and replace it. Yes. No, because I tried to do that, and the new lights I put up, they don't match the other lights. They're a different shade of color. It's oh. pissing me off. So I don't understand why Christmas lights work, and then they stop working. Why can't we make a light that when one comes out, they still stay okay, on? Look, look. Why? You know, here comes the season that drives us drives us nuts, right? So, in order to celebrate the season that drives us nuts, drives us nuts, we put up we put up lights that drive us nuts, right? It's like it just it doesn't make sense. You, you can eliminate one of the things that drive you nuts by just eliminating the lights off your house and using one of those tacky uh, things that you put in the front yard that that, that just sheds LED lights on your house. Oh, that looks ugly. I don't like that thing. Oh, yeah, you like know what? People thing. out there have it, and they're very they upset do. that you said that. <laughs> Hey, uh, Gandhi, what's up with you today? Oh, man. So yesterday, it was a really dramatic time in the city where Scary, Sam, myself, Coastal Boy Josh, and Andrew, we all yeah. live. Half of our show lives in Jersey City, New Jersey. Yes, Jersey City. And we'll get into what happened, but there was some really, really bad stuff going on yesterday. And I have never felt more loved in my life. My phone did not stop going off all day long. People were calling to check. And my mom was very worried when I moved to a city all by myself that I wasn't going to have people to check on me. And mom, if you're listening, you're wrong. Don't worry. Everyone was checking including police officers. It was great. I know. I was texting you. It took you hours to get back to me. I was trying to sleep. But I did, I purposefully was like, I'm going to respond to everybody because in this situation to not respond would be rude, but I did respond. I'm glad you did. Yeah. And yeah, uh, what happened in New Jersey City, of course, uh, you heard it, you saw it on the news. If you didn't, we'll get to the latest in that in just a second. Let's get into your horoscopes with producer Sam. All right, producer Sam. Hi. You don't have many people to do these with. No, it's process of elimination. How can you choose me? It's it's always Gandhi or Danielle. There's a pattern here. I like to play hard to get with you, so I'm coming to you tomorrow. (laughs) Oh. Oh, I I, I may not let you. Oh. Well, happy birthday. If you celebrate today, you celebrate with Haley Steinfeld, who's 23. Capricorn, pay attention to those who value you and your company. Keep those people close and make sure that they feel loved as well. Your day is an eight. Aquarius, every day is a new chance to accomplish your goals and achieve your dreams. Keep that in mind and get things done. Your day's a nine. Pisces, you have a big heart with a lot of love to give. So remember to share that love with those who deserve it. Your day's a 10. Aries, staying at home might sound nice, but don't ostracize your friends. Keep in contact with them even during your me time. Your day's a seven. Taurus, keep in mind that everyone is fighting their own battle on any given day. Treat people with equal amounts of respect and kindness. Your day is an eight. Gemini, traveling has always been a goal of yours and now is the perfect time for a getaway. Don't second guess it, just pack your bags. Your day's a nine. Cancer, it can be difficult to move past a bad day, so don't be so hard on yourself. You are only human. Your day's a ten. Leo, it's important to focus on your mental health and not push it aside. Amen. Don't fear leaning on someone or going to a therapy session. I love this one. Leo, your day's a seven. Thank you. Virgo, don't be afraid to be honest with those close to you. Your friends and family will appreciate you opening up to them. Your day's a nine. Libra, with the new year around the corner, it's time to reconcile broken relationships. Remember that people can change, so reach out to them. Your day's a ten. Scorpio, you need to be free in order to be your best self. If people are holding you back, cut them out of your life. Your day's an eight. And Sagittarius, keep in mind that you've overcome every obstacle 
that's been put in front of you thus far. You are a force to be reckoned with. Your day is a nine, and those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. All right, let's get into the three things you need to know. Let's start in Jersey City, New Jersey, right in our own backyard. What's going on, Gandhi? Police confirming that, sadly, one police officer, two suspects, and three civilians are dead following a a shooting in Jersey City yesterday. Several others, including two officers and another civilian, are recovering from injuries. Detective Joseph Seals was shot with a high-powered rifle at a local cemetery, at which point the suspects reportedly fled and were holed up in a kosher supermarket for hours where this gunfight with police ensued. Neighbors later in the evening did turn off their lights in tribute to Detective Seals. And there are lots of different uh, details developing as the day goes on. We're going to fill you in when we have solids on exactly what's happening because we don't want to report anything that's not guaranteed to be accurate right now. Well, this is a new thing for us. Yes. The gunfights. Yes. As it happened uh, down in uh, South Florida days ago, and then uh, yesterday in our own backyard in Jersey City. These are things you usually see on old Western movies. Right. Or on uh, like like, uh, Die Hard movies. Just stuff that you're like, that doesn't actually happen in real life, and now it's happening in real life, and it's happening in our backyards. Well. It's terrifying. All right. All right, well, what we else know is going on? Everyone loves to hate on the New England Patriots, and now they have another reason. It's Spygate Part 2. So the team has admitted to filming the sideline of the Cincinnati Bengals in Cleveland on Sunday. They're now saying that the film was not used to gain any type of advantage on the upcoming game with Cincinnati. Bill Belichick, who's the head coach for the Patriots, says that he hasn't even seen it. His staff hasn't viewed it, but oops, it was taken. They're just going to use it for some in-house production with a web series. The NFL is looking into it. So yet another reason to hate the Patriots, if you you already did. And finally, just for Froggy and anyone who's a gajillionaire, apparently, Apple's new Mac Pro can be yours. Did you see this, Froggy? No. It's $50,000. Oh, my goodness. We could use one of those. <laughs> right. If you want that, you can order it right now. Well, what if, do we need with, with that? Is it all like heavy-duty graphics and stuff? Yeah, they're saying that it holds up to 1.5 terabytes of RAM. And if you want all the bells and whistles, all of the really cool stuff it comes with, it'll cost you about $52,000. But oh my if you have a smaller budget, the Mac Pro, the other one will just be $6,000. Okay, good. Ah! Oh, oh, that's thank, it? Thank God. <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, let's buy three or four of them. Then, right. There you go. Ball out. Thank you very much, Gandhi. All right, let's have a Wednesday. What's up? I'm Demi Lovato. Hey, this is Alicia Keys. It's Camila Cabello Cabello with Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Some people can't leave the house without chapstick, their phone, headphones. But for me, it's all about the hot sauce. Yep, carry it in my backpack. And my hot sauce is Cholula and their six unique flavors. Grab your favorite flavor of Cholula and look for a bottle with the wooden cap. Waiting for Danielle to arrive. What's going on here in the uh, New York, New Jersey area? We have a lot of snow, a lot of slush, and a water main break. (laughs) You know, I don't know if you're familiar with our area, but we have the George Washington Bridge, that massive bridge uptown that comes from Jersey, where Danielle lives, to where we are. And then she has to drive all the way down Manhattan and then turn left, and here we are. I mean, it's a long drive. Yep. This is why I live an inch from work. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If there's a water main break, no problem. I'll go down to Franklin Street. Right. Anyway, so uh, she had to go find another. She had to go to a tunnel. She had to go find a tunnel to get into work. So I don't know. It's a big, fat, furry mess. This dang island. It is. We're living on an island. Yep. All the bridges. There was one morning where the Holland Tunnel, which is another way that we come in, uh, was actually closed. And we had to go all the way around and find another place to go. And I thought, damn it. How did I live on the other side of the island? I should have picked this one. Well, I know. I know. If you're going to be on the island, be on the island. I know. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, we are so excited. We're in Philly tonight for Q102's Jingle Ball presented by Capital One. Uh, it's our first Jingle Ball of the season. And uh, I, it, 
you, people ask us, how exciting is it to work Jingle Balls? Well, you know, it's it depends on which one. Yeah. Q102's Jingle Ball is nice, chill, relaxed. Backstage is nice and quiet, mm-hmm. and and people are cool. And oh, pardon me, no, you go first. No, you go first. Right, polite. Here in New York at Z100's Jingle Ball on Friday, get out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a hellhole backstage. And if you read my book, there's a whole chapter devoted to why you don't want to go backstage at a concert. Right, and it's all laid out for you. Friday night here in New York at Z100's Jingle Ball. I mean, it's it's a it's a lot of work. Plus, uh, we have interviews going on. You guys are interviewing, right? Yeah. We're interviewing all the uh, artists and all the, the guests who are there who are of, of note. And then that's used not only on our national radio broadcast, but also uh, we're, we're live on the CW. I'll tell you how to watch that later. And also we use it on the iHeartRadio uh, app. And I don't even know what they do with all that stuff. And then I'm going to be teaming up with Good Morning America. They're going to be there. So I'll have two microphones. One has the iHeart logo on it and one has the Good Morning America logo on it. Uh-oh. So I'll be talking to, let's say, Camila Cabello. Hey, so you're excited to be at Jingle Ball tonight? Oh, yes, I am. And then we wrap it up, and I grab the Good Morning America microphone on their camera, then I ask the same questions. Oh. And then they... <laughs> it sounds like, oh. so confusing. It does. It is confusing. By the end of the night, Mama needs a cocktail. You know and it's saying? one of those things everybody thinks it's glamorous, and you're like, no, no, trust me. We're getting pushed, pulled, yelled at. It's not glamorous at all. No. It's fun. Like, well, the first time you do it, it's really fun. But then after that, it's just kind of like, oh, I'm in the way. Sorry. The good news about it is it goes by so fast because uh, there's so much to do. I mean, it's nonstop. But anyway, if you want to watch Z100s, or they're calling it the iHeartRadio Jingle Ball, uh, <laughs> Friday night, you can watch it live on the CW app and CWTV.com. All right? It's the CW app and CWTV.com. That's Friday night, 7, 6 central on the CW app and CWTV.com. Oh, well, look who just didn't come to work today. Yeah. I what? wish I could be honest. Right about now, that's about how I'm feeling. Oh, hey, no. Danielle, what, what's the first thing I told you? You said go home. Go home. <laughs> go home. And you know what? So I must uh, I must thank you for your uh, dedication. So how? Where? Okay, where are you right now? Right now, I am on West 56th Street on the West Side Highway. Oh, so you did get across the bridge. Yeah, well, the GPS took me to Route 80, but I now the West Side Highway is totally backed up and we're not moving. So. Yeah, all right. All right. Hey, just take your time. There is no hurry. Aww. You know, we, we yeah. miss you. We miss you dearly. But I, just, I, I miss I just, you, too. I just don't want... I figured we, we have to go to Philly tonight, so I have to get there anyway. Nah. <laughs> I just I just don't want you to ever ever you know be concerned or uh, anxious about getting here to please Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Big Daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, come on, I know. come on. You're my Danielle. You're our Danielle. We don't we don't want you to be out there. You're in enough. Uh, in you're in a, in neck deep anyway. So yeah. don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, love you. All right, love you too. We'll get here when you get here. Just drive safe for once. Would you drive okay. safe? Thank you. I'm driving. You know, she can't drive. Even when she stopped, she's more likely to have a wreck than the, 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 the wreck of it, the rest of it. Well, she's wrecked her car in a parking lot multiple times. Yeah, I know. Just Very sitting impressive. There. She would just sit there and not even put it, at, 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 take it out of park. I love her. And she'll cause an accident. It's the strangest thing. All right. Oh, sir, I'm running late. Uh, Producer Sam, Hi. the feel goods, what do you have? Okay, so this was a hard hitter for me. It comes from listener Shelly McBride. And to all parents listening with their kids out there, this is a story about one of Santa's special helpers. Okay. 
So we need to worship a man in Ohio. His name is Bill Diderly. And in 2002, he decided to test out something called Santa's Hideaway Hollow, which is a huge space he designed to look like the North Pole. Mm -hmm. And he sat in as Santa Claus and invited kids who were terminally ill to come and see him. One little boy in particular, though, kind of changed his life. He had a large scar on his head, sat on Santa's lap, and when Santa asked what he wanted for Christmas, the boy just said, Santa, you know I'm dying. Please just make my mother happy. Oh, wow. So mom was there. She was crying for literally every reason imaginable because like so many parents in that situation, she just wanted one more beautiful memory to hold on to because for kids, there's just something about Christmas. So that was it. Bill was hooked, and he's been doing it ever since. He's seen over 58,000 sick children. The shop is open for these visitors six months out of the year, and he spends the rest of the year making hospital visits. Where is it again? This is in Ohio. So, Bill, you are the best person I've ever heard of. How can can I find out where in Ohio? What do I search for? I'm going to post up a link. We'll post it on Elvis Duran um, Instagram account story. Okay, Elvis Duran or Elvis Duran Show. Yes, Elvis Duran Show. Elvis Duran Show Instagram story. Okay. Yes. So thank you for Santa's Hideaway Hollow. And if you have a story that deserves to be featured, email me. Sam at ElvisDuran.com. Subject line field. More from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Niall Horan. It's just good to be back because I'm sick of watching other people sit in this seat. If you sniff yeah. that seat, it'll have the smells of many people. Oh, Does it smell like Lewis Capaldi? Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way in the all-new GT four-door coupe. Because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. Elvis Duran in the morning show. It is the season of anxiety. That's why you need Tate's Big Shop cookies. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever find yourself like reaching for that bag of Tate's Bake Shop cookies? Often. In this time of year, they have the new limited edition holiday cookies in both hot chocolate flavor and toasted almond flavor. You know what I would love to do is take one toasted almond flavor cookie and one hot chocolate flavored cookie from Tate's Bake Shop and just <laughs> at the same time. I think there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Stack them up, buttercup. Do it. You know, we'll start with the hot chocolate uh cookies uh they're unbelievable, deliciously thin, crispy with little marshmallows baked right in there. It's like sipping on a hot mug of hot chocolate, but it's not. <laughs> and then the toasted almond. Let's talk about that. Ooh, I love the taste of almond. But have you ever noticed that the taste of almond in cookies and stuff it tastes nothing like eating an almond? Yeah, it is slightly different. It's very different. They have nothing different. in common. I'd rather have the sweet toasted almond flavor of a Tate's Bake Shop almond cookie than just a regular almond. So let's face it. These are limited edition flavors. They're going to go fast. Enjoy them while you can. Over the holidays, look for the metallic red toasted almond and the metallic green hot chocolate bags available now in your local market. Tate's Bake Shop. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Hi. Oh, hi. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Still waiting for Danielle to drive up. (laughs) It is National Have a Bagel Day, which is so perfect for us. I would love a bagel. I would, too. We have no bagels laying around, huh? We have no bagels laying around. And you don't want them laying around. Okay. You, you want a fresh. A fresh bagel. I want a fresh bagel. Hey, so I'm sitting here doing some work uh, during the song, and I see all you guys like going crazy in the other studio. Are you, are, Gandhi, are you now yes. a part of the Serial Killers podcast? Is that what they're doing over there? No. So what happens is- What it look like? Andrew and Scotty, they go at each other about different things. So I walked through today because I had to go to the bathroom, and Andrew stuck some- Hello. some cereal in my face and said this smells bad right this milk is gone bad so i smelled it and i could only smell the cereal so then i said i can't tell i need you to give me the actual milk by itself to make the determination and that's what's going okay, on Okay, first of all you can't sniff an open <laughs> container of milk to see if it's spoiled because sometimes the spoilage smell is just on the cap 
Oh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. This one was pretty bad. Anyway, but well, you ha- you'll have to maybe make this determination yourself. Okay, here's the thing. I love the Serial Killers podcast, it's starring Scotty B and, uh, of course, Andrew. But you guys do get into a lot of fights. I mean, it seems like it, it shouldn't. It should be fun, shouldn't it? Well, that's why it works because we hate each other, but we love each other at the same time. It's not mutual. <laughs> so sorry to say, this right. milk is bad. Well, it's got today's date on it, but so it's, it's on. It's on the verge. And you know what? You shouldn't always judge uh, milk by the date. Sometimes it's just the the milk. It didn't Thank smell you. like something you would want to go in your body. I, I, when I smelled it, I was like, "What? Nope, nope." Let's, well, the, let's test it for the audience. The maple, <laughs> the maple smell of the Eggo cereal was so overpowering. I don't smell the milk. Right. So you have to smell just the milk by itself. Yeah. I'm and not you drinking it. into a glass. So anyway, and, you know, we don't have drainage systems here. We don't have a sink. Uh-huh. So if you want to pour a liquid out, you have to pour it into a trash can. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what would what, you, you hand this to me for? I don't because this way you could smell it. it. It's bad. Oh. oh, I can tell it's blinky. Oh. I, I call it blinky. No, this is blinky milk. It, it still has a day on it, doesn't it? it I, no. It, well, listen, stop being so no. cheap. It's, it smells blinking. Oh, yeah, it's it's, it's turning. I had a whole yeah. mouthful of delicious Eggo waffle cereal, my new favorite, and then it just tastes. I get that taste, and then he's yelling at me. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It is that bad. Right. So I, that's what bad. you you were witnessing was me trying to walk through that, and then getting told I need to judge whether it was bad or not. Yeah, milk shouldn't have a flavor, right, Frog? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it should not. But I, I have a confession to make. What's that? The other night, Lisa asked me to make dinner, and so one of the things that I had to cook for my son had milk in it, and the milk that we had was out of date by four days, and it smelled a little, it was a little iffy, but I wasn't eating it, so I cooked it anyways, because okay. I cooked it, well, let me ask so you, I figured what, it would be okay anyways. Well, let me ask you, what were you cooking? There were noodles. Noodles, and what flavoring was in the noodles? Um, uh, herb and something, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay, so you had herb in it, you're fine. Yeah, oh, I cooked it. He help. ate it, and he was never sick. So I'm like, hey, listen, when you cook it, it's fine. If you cook something with milk in it, it's like you're double pasteurizing, isn't it? Right. That's what I thought. <laughs> so go in the kitchen and boil this milk, then eat it with no. your cereal. No, no, no. Don't do that. Oh. I'll pass. Hey, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, if we so could now, get it. A- now we know when we eat dinner at Froggy's, the food isn't always the freshest. Right. <laughs> Maybe not. Might be old. You know, if we could get a milk sponsor for the podcast, we could have fresh milk all the time. Look but I keep you. buying I this you, stuff. I can tell you, they don't have this problem down at the Brooklyn Boys podcast. No. They, all their food is nice and fresh and tastes like tomatoes. But as soon as you said that, these, that the two hosts that hate each other and get into nonstop fights, I really thought you were talking about our podcast. Oh. But it was actually the, the cereal. Okay, Scary, can you get away from me? Scary has an open Sharpie market, a marker, a Sharpie oh. marker. And he's like, he's using it in his hand like a, I don't know, he's like like a baton. And right. he's run, like leading an orchestra. And it's right next to my white sweatshirt. That is a dangerous combination there. That's a recipe for disaster. It really is. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. The thing is, we already have a podcast that made a name for being, you know, miserable a holes. <laughs> we don't need another one. Serial we'll killer should be fun. We'll try to be nicer. I'm sorry. But can I just ask one question? Why did you move the cup with the milk in it? Is it, it because it smells it's bad? Smells. Because the milk is bad? No, it's that <laughs> cup smells. All right, you two. Okay, so we. All right. And by the way, serial uh, killers on the way, but uh, I do know that the numbers are looking great for uh, the Brooklyn Boys podcast. They were in like the top 10 of iHeart Podcast. Number 11 this week. Well, that's close to the top 10. thousand podcasts. Wow. That's, that's unbelievable. Congratulations. We were actually number 100,000, so thank you so yeah. much for having <laughs> Look at that. We're, we're, we're bookends. Good job, guys. All right. Thank you, uh, thank you, serial killers. Anything and everything about cereal. <laughs> 
breakfast cereal, and it, it really is a fantastic concept. And the Brooklyn Boys, they are who they are, and they, they do very well. Hey, um, speaking of Brooklyn Boys, now, can we get that door fixed? Yeah. It's like every time it closes, it's like, boom. Yeah. You know, it closes so hard, I just imagine it chopping someone's head off. It could. It could decapitate. You need to be careful. So uh, I know that, uh, believe it or not, when you listen to the Brooklyn Boys podcast, it doesn't sound like much planning goes into it, but from time to time, they do call each other and have discussions about that podcast. And also Brody and Scary produce the show here, which is the most important part of their job, because without this, they wouldn't have the podcast. I will never lose sight of that fact. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Scary. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, uh, they also talk about gossip at work, and and, 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 and they're they're good friends, Scary and Brody. Brody So so the other night, Scary, I believe, was at a holiday party. Three of them. He had three holiday parties in a day. He started lunch with you and me, Gandhi. Yes, he did. And we got Scary a little tipsy. Yep. We drank at Tamarind, eating some great Indian food. And then you went on to the uh, iHeartRadio ping pong, uh, ping pong holiday party. That's right. And then after, and you drank what? Oh, I drank about uh, four vodka sodas. Okay. And, and then you went on to the the uh, the one guy who got promoted party after party. So it was the leftovers from the company holiday party. All right. And that's where we started to do. So shots. scary is this thing where he loves to call Brody from parties to rub it in that. You're not here. Blah, blah, blah. So what happened, Brody? Take it from here. Well, he called me Thursday night to talk about work stuff, and he was completely hammered. And uh, I was talking to him and, and answering his question, and all of a sudden the phone went dead. And then I heard this. He's, he fell asleep. In the middle of a conversation. Oh, God, scary. Ooh. You may have sleep apnea. Good God. Oh, God. Oh. Have you thought about spraying some WD-40 down your hole before you go to sleep? What? That's scary. Do you know you sound like that? I have no idea. I sleep alone. I have a Brody. I love that you're just sitting there listening to it and recording it. Well, here's the thing. I had 11, 11 minutes I'm, to... Re- I can't hear you. What? I had 11... What? No, go ahead. I had 11 minutes to record him, so I ran upstairs, got my backup phone, powered it up, and held my backup phone up to my main phone while he was still snoring. I can't believe you, in the middle of a conversation, you just left you. All right, so your favorite snore is here. Yeah. Now, let me hear this. (laughs) Now, hold on a second. Holy crap. Okay. Okay. I always talk on the phone while I'm laying on my back in my bed. So the phone was on my chest, and I legit fell asleep. And the guy Scary. Was, okay, this is okay. Can you explain this? Set this up. After yo, ten minutes later. Scary. Yo. You okay? Yeah, I'm here, man. You know you've been sleeping the last ten minutes. <laughs> Have I really been? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, are you drunk? I'm f- hammered, dude. <laughs> I'm hammered. Hammered. As f- you fell asleep, like I don't know. Ten minutes ago, so I've just been waiting for you to wake back up. <laughs> I'm right here. How much did you drink? A lot, dude. Dude, I saw some things tonight that I cannot believe. Like what? All kinds of cheap and tawdry going on. I like that scary. Hey, man. Are you drunk? And here's Scary's answer. <laughs> <laughs> You 
totally listen, tried to cover too. Like, yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. yeah right no, here. no, I'm just, I'm awake. Yeah. No, but, but listen, but listen, listen to the first time he goes, hey, listen. Scary. Yo, yo. Scary. Yo. You okay? Yeah, I'm here, man. Do you know you've been sleeping the last 10 minutes? <laughs> Have I really been? I just want to say this. We are all guilty of this. Where we, we, we're starting to doze off on the phone, and then you you all of a sudden pretend like you weren't sleeping. Yeah, I was guilty of that cover, when I was in high school. Why do we call Because I would, I would talk yeah. to friends late at night and fall asleep on the phone. I do it all the time. And you don't you do me. still? Yeah. I do it to my boyfriend all the time, and he'll just scream into the phone. I, I do it in the afternoon if I'm napping and somebody calls me in the middle of the afternoon, like say three o'clock in the afternoon, and I go, "Huh?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, woke up." No, I, no, I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> it's like, it's no, like you, you do that to me all the time, by the way. But why? Why do my, we cover for sleeping? My, That's no, okay. I, my favorite thing is no, I, I wasn't asleep. I had I had to get up to answer the phone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's really funny because if Alex and I are on the phone with each other and he's not at the house that night, I'll just say, "Hey, man, I'm tired. I got to go to bed." <laughs> so just hang up. Goodbye. I'd rather just. <laughs> Whatever that. <laughs> I will tell you, there's nothing worse than having sex with someone, and in the middle of it, you hear this. What are you doing? How often does that happen? Wake up! Oh my god! That's scary! I'm trying to please you. Scary! Scary! Just tell me what to do. Am I doing it wrong? Scary. I'll use my teeth. Scary. <laughs> there are a couple noises. It sounded like it was coming out of both ends. I know. Were you farting when you're sleeping? No, I think I may have sleep apnea, and I, I, everyone is texting in that I gotta get checked. Sleep yeah, you gotta go. To, you gotta go to bed with that big <laughs> sleep app machine. The sleep app machine. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I listen to you guys every morning. Well, we're excited you listen, too. So, wait, Nick. You snore the same way, and you actually did one of those uh, those those sleep labs where they you go to a hospital and sleep, and they, they monitor your every sound and movement? No. So, actually, you could download it. It's an app um, oh. in the Apple Store, and it records, like, snippets of you sleeping. It's called so the what's – it, what's I, the app called? I, I need this for scary. It's called Snore Lab. I you could buy it, you could get it for free, but I actually opted for the eight dollar version, right? So I could hear my entire night's sleep. Yeah, if you download the uh, Snore Lab app, whatever it is, uh, and, and you don't pay for it, you get the ads. And so in the middle of your sleeping, it wakes you up and gives you an ad for McDonald's. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, anyway, so what did you discover uh, when you used this uh, sleep app? Um, it basically sounds the same like it's just a gurgling like awkward noise when you're sleeping um it's almost like a farting noise to be yeah, we, honest. we sound like aliens <laughs> we don't sound like human beings <laughs> yeah i think honestly i might have sleep apnea but i'm not really sure i mean i could obviously take the, the snippets with me to the doctor but you never know tell you what uh before i had my surgery for my uh my um stomach weight loss thing what is it called the, the sleeve the gastric sleeve they wanted to make sure I didn't have sleep apnea because they put you under, and they don't like to put people under who have sleep apnea or whatever. Oh. I don't know. 
So I had to go to a Columbia Hospital way uptown, Nick, and they, they said, okay, just sleep in this uncomfortable bed all night, hooked up to all these tubes and these wires, and we're going to see how your normal night sleep is. I said, there's nothing normal. <laughs> there's nothing normal about what you're doing to me. Not at all. So sure enough, and I know I didn't sleep five seconds that night. They woke me up this morning. Yeah, Mr. Duran, you've got sleep apnea. I said, no, you don't know. I didn't sleep. Right, you woke me up. <laughs> what is it with Honestly, you? Honestly, you never know. It sounds crazy when you listen back to it. It's like, oh, my God, what was I doing? Tell you what, once I got rid of all that weight, I didn't do it again. The only time I snore is when I drink. I, oh, <laughs> I snore is, all the time. Which is every night. It gives, but. You, it gives you actually options, like if you go to bed late or if you're eating late at night. So, like, those are all the factors that um, – cause you to sleep louder or wow. snore louder i'm sorry well so, the worst um, thing is is when you sleep with someone who snores like that like if like alex will do this and i'm like you gotta shut up man yeah. <laughs> i gotta sleep and you'll just kind of push him or kick him i don't know yeah well, Nick, did the you get worst. yours under control or are you still uh snoring away oh i'm still snoring away boy. <laughs> all right good boy all right well, <laughs> oh my god i listen to you guys every single day since i'm a little kid i have been trying to get through for the longest time, you've, I'm literally obsessed with you guys. You have no idea. I talk wow. about you guys. You finally got through to talk about your sleep, your uh, snoring problem. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, there's Nick. I, I recorded you sleeping last night, Nick. Yeah, I couldn't sleep, actually. I have to get up and get out of bed. All right, get up. Thanks for listening to us. Be careful out there. Bad weather. Guys, thank you so much. All right, thank you, buddy. Yeah, they're scary. Oh, I can't man. believe it. So I'm not living my best sleep. Mm. Oh. oh. His tapeworms are trying to get out. That's what that sound is. Is that the tapeworm escaping? Yeah, trying to get out. Let me out. <laughs> hey, uh, so Danielle's not here yet because of snarled traffic. Right. She sent me a photo of what she's looking at. It's just bumpers. Yeah, she'll be here in a little bit. But she's uh, she would have done the Danielle report here, but yeah. she, you weren't, and you were going to fill in, but now you don't have yeah. to. Okay. If we need it next hour, if she's not here by then, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I'm going to give her one more hour. Okay. <laughs> Walkers and Talkers, a podcast for Walking Dead fans. Hey, da, da, da. No, but that's it. No, you can't say anything. But he had a bat in no, the No, 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 stop it. Recaps, the latest news, and interviews with members of the cast. Hosted by David Brody and his co-host Jamie. Walkers and Talkers. Listen on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. If you're like me and you like a little naughty, crazy fun with your friends, go get the Telestrations After Dark board game. We love playing this game. You will too. Buy it today at Target, Bed Bath & Beyond, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you buy board games. Danielle has been on the road for, uh, what, two hours now? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe longer. And she's still in traffic. It's just awful. I told her on the speakerphone, I said, hey, uh, we're going to have to mark this down as a vacation day. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she's desperately trying to get in here, even if it's five minutes, it counts. She took off like a rocket. She's like, I F you. (laughs) She can be so crabby in the morning. Have you noticed that about her? Never. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we got a text from Paul a second ago. I'm so glad we could catch up with you, Paul. How are you doing today? You good? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. But your text, I thought, was so unique and so, so interesting. I had to see if you wouldn't mind talking about it on the air. You don't mind, do you? I don't at all. So Paul lives in Rochester, New Hampshire. Is that correct? That is correct. And uh, next week, you're flying to Florida. Tell everyone why you're flying to Florida next week, Paul. Uh, so I've been on this journey for about six years now. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on. The phone is the phone's messed up. Say, okay, <laughs> okay, start over. Do it again. So I've been on a journey for about six years now to find my biological family, and uh, oh. um, 
a, a year ago, I did an ancestry DNA, and I ended up finding them. Um, and about two or three months ago, I connected with my biological sister. So and next week, I'm flying down to meet my biological uh, dad and sister and uh, their whole family. Wow. Now, do you know any background about how uh, you were separated from your biological family and now have ended I, up in New Hampshire and they're in Florida? <laughs> yeah, I do. I um, my mom and my uh, biological dad um, were, were a thing for a while, and um, and then they kind of just went separate ways. And um, I, my mom ends up keeping me, and he ends up moving to Florida. And I never really had any contact with him. I, I knew my, my dad, who was my stepdad at the time, and adopted me in third grade. But um, I didn't really know my biological family. And uh, my, my, my dad passed away in 2010, and ever since then I've been kind of on this journey to find out who my, my biological family was. Wow. Wow, that's cool. Are you at all terrified that they're in Florida? <laughs> I'm not terrified that they're in Florida. <laughs> I'm just terrified to meet them. In general. Yeah, just yeah. I have a bunch of different emotions and whatnot. Now, have you seen pictures of them? Have you? Have, I mean, you said you've talked to your biological sister. I mean, have you had long discussions about you, her, the history, and diseases, and oh, afflictions, yeah. and all I, that stuff? We we haven't really gotten too too much detail about the diseases or anything. But I have seen pictures. I have seen pictures of my biological uh, father. Now, do you do you guys resemble each other? A little bit, yeah. You, you can see some resemblance. So, um, but he is living in Florida right now. He has been living with liver cancer for four years now. So I figured, hey, you know what? Now's the time. I need to go meet him. Hey, so I, I'm assuming that you've known that you, uh, your your father was your, your your father was your stepfather all these years, and you knew you had a biological Correct. father out there. I mean, since you were a kid, right? Correct. I've known pretty much all my life. And at what point in your life, Paul, did you decide I really need? To meet the rest of my biological family, 2011, a year after my dad passed away, um, I just there was some some kind of empty void, emptiness, and I was just like, you know what? I really want to find my other half of my family. Not not just not just because I want to meet them. I need to know some history of my. I'm getting older. I need to uh, know some medical history and whatnot. And uh, um, so I, me and my my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, started this journey back in 2014 to kind of try, you know what, let's, let's, let's do this. And we found wow. some addresses. I wrote some letters that came back undeliverable. Um, and filing Ancestry did it for us uh, last year. Wow. Was there any pushback from your, from, from your uh, biological family? Did they say, well, no, we, I don't know. It, <laughs> it's funny because I, I found my biological cousin in January. And then I messaged my um, – she gave me a bunch of names, so I just messaged everyone on Facebook. And um, that was in January. And back in October, I, my, my biological sister finally messaged me back and was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm just seeing this message. And we've been connected since. Oh, so it sounds yeah. like they were anxious to meet you. Now, what about your mother? Uh, was she was – she, what was her advice to you uh, before you decided to fly down to Florida and see your family? She, her, my aunts, um, every one of my my uh, family are being one hundred percent supportive. They know they've known I've been on this journey for a while now, and um, they absolutely one hundred percent supportive. I can just assume that there are some families that would not be supportive, right? Uh, because maybe yeah, of some absolutely. bad blood between dad and mom and whatever. But that's so cool. You must be so anxious yet uh, so excited at the same time that next I, week you're meeting. Absolutely. You're meeting your father, your biological father. I, it's really funny how we always throw that word biological in there just to make sure <laughs> right. there's no confusion. Is there Absolutely. anything you're? Is there anything that you're anticipating or you're cu- really curious about? Or I don't know. I just the, the whole story. Like I just 
just I, I'm just curious about who he is. I mean, he I know he's not going to be completely complicit there because I mean he he has had cancer for four years, he's been on treatments and everything, and he's not getting any better. But I've just the the whole I've missed 34 years of the side of the family, so I just I'm curious to really truly get to know them. And so your father knows his days are numbered, definitely, right? Oh. Correct. So correct. can you imagine he, from he his point knows. of view? From his point of view. He gets to meet finally after 34 years this this son he's never met before. This must be, this must be a you know this is a great gift not only for you Paul but for your father. You know it really it, is a wonderful. It's honestly thing. one of the greatest Christmas gifts I've I've been able to receive. Oh. But you're giving as well. That's so incredible. Correct. Look, uh, all the best to you. What a great story. And it sounds it it already sounds like it has a great great uh, happy happy chapter of moving forward and good for you. And um, be careful. Thank. It, 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 they are they are Florida people. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> what part of Florida? Yeah. What part of Florida they live in? Uh, St. Petersburg. Oh, you're good. You oh, cool. might be okay there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. All That's right, a safer part. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, uh, all the best to you and congratulations. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Oh, there's scary snoring again. Scary, can you wake up? We need a special. We need a special fanfare. Because her Lord Highness. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Danielle has decided to join us. He's here. Danielle, I swear to gosh. I know. It's the most frustrating thing stuck in traffic like that. You were stuck in traffic for, what, two hours? Two hours. I don't know how people <laughs> do this every day. God bless all of you. Because let me tell you something. It is not easy. Is. You know what? There has to be a point, and I, I've learned this the three times I've been in traffic in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. <clears throat> there has to be a point where you just submit and just give in and yeah. just understand there's nothing you can do. And we were doing everything we can yeah. we could here to tell you just relax. No, don't yeah. worry about it. I tried to listen to some other shows, but we're the Why? best. We're we the, best. the best. So I just Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? Last night, Elvis, I was in traffic, and it said on the GPS, 1.9 miles away. That's all I was away. Yeah. 47 minutes. I'm like, I could get out and walk faster. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's unbelievable. It's well, get your uh, Get your stuff together over there. Let's get going. We're running kind of late. <sighs> Let's get into the three things okay. we need to know. Gandhi, what's going on? Another horrific scene unfolding yesterday, this time in our own backyards. It happened in Jersey City, New Jersey, when Detective Joseph Seals was shot and killed with a high-power rifle at a local cemetery, at which point two suspects reportedly fled and were holed up in a kosher supermarket for hours when a gunfight with police ensued. Police are confirming that the police officer and three civilians are dead. The two suspects dead as well. Several others still recovering from injuries. And yesterday, neighbors turned off their Christmas lights in tribute to Detective Seals. Really, really sad situation. President Trump will sign an executive order today that will now interpret Judaism as a nationality, not just a religion. Officials say that the order would allow the Trump administration to do more to combat anti-Israel sentiments. And there are a lot of mixed feelings on this one as well. A lot, especially Mm. in this room. In this room, yes. And I warn you in advance, this last story is gross. So if you are eating, put down your food for just a second. I think it affects our man, Scary. A man in Thailand pulled a 32-foot-long tapeworm out of his rectum on Monday. Whoa. And there's video, and I showed Scary, and I wish you guys could have seen his face. He was like, well, how do Scary, I know, do do think, I know think, if it's in me? Do you think you have a tapeworm? Because you eat morning, noon, and night. I hope and not. And you've only gained like 70 pounds. <laughs> I hope I don't. All right. Now, oh if I want to see the tapeworm coming out of a man's anus, what do I do? Well, it's not coming out of his anus, but I'll see if our, our girl, well, Allie, can out of his, his butt. Right. The video is not showing it coming out of his anus. It's showing after. It's sitting on a plate. Okay, oh, no, okay. No. okay, okay, okay. Yes. Next, 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 sitting next. on a plate. Next, next, next. <laughs> Those are your three things. That was like, that was like <laughs> eight things. <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. Well, it's an honor to have you here. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. 
the way. Sorry, I was interrupting that song. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm so proud of the station. I just had to say the name. Had to do it. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, we're about to get into the $1,000 gravity blankets of free money phone tab. Danielle did make it in. Yes, I am here. You know, you missed out on your first Danielle report of the day. I hope you have one brewing. I do. I have one. I have one brewing. There is one story in there I find interesting. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, I bet it, you I know which one. But it's just so strange. <laughs> it is very strange. It's very cool, though. Well, it's cool, but it's odd. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's the it's the end of the year, and mm-hmm. they come out with all the lists, like the top 10 this, the top 10 that, yeah. you know, the biggest this, the biggest that. And so they came out with the most Googled uh, phrases and items on oh, Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that yep. makes sense. Yeah. I guess searched on Mo- Google. Yeah, most search for 2019. And so in the category of weddings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who could it be? Can I read the top eight? Yeah. Do you know who they all are? Yeah. I've got them. You do, do you know who they are, though? Who's number five? I've never heard of her. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. Chiquis Rivera. Chiquis Rivera. Chiquis yeah. Rivera. She's a big singer. Okay. Anyway, okay. So this is the top 10 weddings, wedding searches <laughs> on Google this year. Yeah. So number one is Miranda Lambert. Number two is Jennifer Lawrence. Then comes Justin Bieber. Then comes Miley Cyrus. Number five is who we just said. Uh, how do you say it again? Kiki Rivera. Thank you. Number six, Chris Pratt. Number seven, Joe Jonas. Number eight, Elvis Duran. What? Number, it's weird. Number nine, Zoe Kravitz. Oh. And Jake Paul's number ten. You got better than Jake Paul. Zoe I know. Kravitz. I don't even think he's married to her anymore, is he? I don't even know. I don't think it was ever legal, and then I think she married someone else right after. <laughs> They're just, you know. And they had like an open marriage, but she didn't I'm know so it. I'm so done with the Paul people anyway. Yeah, so I'm right after Joe Jonas. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> You're behind Joe Jonas. You've dreamed of that. <laughs> you did. Oh, no, other way around. That is so cool. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, anyway. So anyway, they told us the other, they told us the other day yeah. that hey, you made this list. I'm like, oh, that's not. That's no way. I think it's awesome. No, then you start thinking, how come everyone's so curious? Why has everyone got to look at that? We gave you enough information. Why do you got to be poking around my private business like that? <laughs> I have no desire to ever get married. When I know other people are getting married, I always go look for the pictures. I love seeing wedding pictures. They are beautiful pictures yeah. because we had a lot. We had, we had beautiful people. We had a beautiful time. That's so awesome. I know, but what other list would you like? Okay, so Gandhi, yeah. if you had to be in the top ten of the most searched, whatever on Google, what list would that be? Danielle, Ooh. what would that be? Um, like best mom. Yeah, like a nicest person or something like that. Oh, oh didn't Danielle end up on a list of like the 10 best moms? Was I? Yeah, you Nobody did. Nobody sent me we, that list. Yes, we did. We talked about this last year. You were on one of the I lists. I was? Yeah, How it about was really best sweet. shoe collection? That's a nice list. Can you imagine being on that? that? You'd be on that. You could be on that list. I would take like best personality. That yeah. would be awesome. <laughs> I know. Listen, you said <laughs> in a dream world. All right? nice? <laughs> you said dream. <laughs> You said it. I That's love what I would you, want. Gandhi. <laughs> wow, we lost a listener. Why? Oh no! <laughs> I got it. Oh no! Screw Bro- them. Brody's gonna get them back. I'm so tired. I'm so tired I'm of people so being sure. such assholes. I really am. People are just being jerks. What did we do? Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't want to do the phone tap. Let's just do. Let's do the, I quit. Let's do, the, let's do the Danielle report. Oh. I'm kidding. Let's not. Yeah, it's like. I like people, you just blah, blah, blah. You've lost a listener. Well, goodbye. I hope the door doesn't hit you in the ass on the way out. Oh, boy. But for those of us who are still here, I love you. Love you. <laughs> Seriously. How did you let it roll off your back I like did that? It. That's awesome. Obviously, I didn't roll, let it roll off my back. <laughs> if I let it and roll what they said, and, and not only that, what they said is not what you said. Right. It was what I said. Right. But, yeah. no, no, but, it's, it's, but, but even what they texted is not what we said. 
Exactly. Oh, it's okay. like they, they they even got that wrong. See, people in life, and mm. I know we're being vague, people in life hear what they want to hear. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, we had a listener saying, well, I was listening to your production, where it says, hey, you know, the song ends, it goes, hey, Elvis Duran, the morning show. Then you have listeners going, hey, Elvis Duran, we love Elvis Duran, morning show. I can't believe you don't have, you, you only have white girls talking um, when you do your on-the-street interviews about your show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, we do? We do. And here's my question. What do you want black girls to sound like? Which I find <laughs> so insulting when people say things like that to brown girls, Diamond, to black girls, here. to whomever. People will say things like that to me. Oh, my God, you sound like a white girl. What does that mean? What does that what mean? Do you, so I'm this, supposed to have an accent? So, like, yeah, so, okay, so here's Diamond. And, okay, first of all, we have Gandhi, who's a brown girl. Hi, I'm brown. We have Diamond, who is a black girl. Yes, hi. I'm sorry, you sound very white. <laughs> I love Elvis Duran. Hold on, Froggy. What's that? I love Elvis Duran. How does that sound? Mm, no, sound no. white. No, according, according to that listener, you don't sound black enough. You don't sound blackish. <laughs> well, you know, hey, what are you okay, going to do? So this person, okay, so hear me out. So this person was calling us out as being racist. Yeah. Because the girls sound white. Right. Isn't that racist in yes. saying that? Yes. Very much so. Without a doubt. Okay, so you want me to sound gay? Do you, should I, it's the same thing. Well, how yeah. do you do that? If they want you to sound like some stereotypical thing, yeah. then they want, uh, hi. Hey, I'm, your, hey. I'm your stereotypical gay guy. Diamond's trying to sound like Mila Kunis. It's oh my gosh. so God. irritating. You, you do sound Mila Kunis. You sound very Mila Kunis. So, but- Kunish, you know, okay. and Gandhi. You have to speak with an Indian. Where's the where's the uh, the, the, the oh, Baghdad Bagwan music? Okay, let's got, do it. And when it's just when you say something, think about what you're saying. Yeah, right. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And this is what we do with every day. Okay, Indian girl, speak. What's up, y'all? What's going on? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Gandhi. Welcome to the Sound Like Your Heritage Show. Let's talk about news. <laughs> Does that make everyone feel better? You sound uh, so cute. Thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> Diamond, come on. You're not sounding blackish today. What, what, do, you, what do you want me to say? I don't know. It's it's it's, an, it's an insult. Yeah. It's an insult. It's and I'm horrible. sorry. To, <clears throat> so ridiculous. And I'm sorry to be the, the idiot old white guy to call in the brown and the black girl to talk about it. <laughs> I don't so, think it's idiot. I think that people really need to take a step back and think about what they're saying yes. before they say things like that and what it actually means. Of course. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Horrible. Accuse me of, of being racist. Right. Through your racism, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> Ugh. I'll work on my accent for you guys. So that yeah, you're not very convinced. I mean, Brody is a better Indian accent. No, Bro- God, no, God. Brody, Brody, I'm going to teach you how to sound like an Indian person. <laughs> Thank you, please. <laughs> Hate your accent. Your accent's terrible. Brody. Brody. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's Chinese, sounds like it's Jewish. Is the fix to have every single person before they speak identify what they are before they speak? And maybe that way everybody will be happy. Exactly. You want to laugh? Danielle, a tough chick from the Bronx. Yo, what the f? (laughs) So, wait, my husband's British, right? And so he he gets so insulted when he hears a non Brit doing a Brit accent in like a commercial. He's like, because they're terrible. There are so many of us out here. Yeah. Why the hell can't they use a real British person? Like, why are people yeah. like pretending that they're British? So it's so it's crazy what people get upset about and what right. and what you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I get random messages talking about how I'm dating a white guy, and I say all the time, "He's not a white guy." And then when I say what he's mixed with, people write back, "That's still white." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Japanese is not white." What I don't understand it. 
People's always got something to say. I feel like nobody <laughs> is anything like pure. You know what? We're Let's, all mixed of everything. This is it's one of the. Okay, I was thinking about this the other night when I was really like super stoned. Because <laughs> you, know, you know our house is filled with sugar skulls. You know, the, sure. yeah. you know, because it's all about the Day of the Dead with yep, us. Yep, our yep. entire wedding was based on that, and we all love the sugar skull thing. Mm-hmm. So I have this sugar skull sitting in my uh, in, in on my coffee table. Okay. And I was thinking, like, wow, now that's a real person because you don't see the skin. You don't see anything other than just the skull. The skull in which we all have. We all, sh- this skull represents all of us. Yes. Where's the cheesecake? <laughs> That's a great thought. <laughs> anyway, so I guess we've gone on and on. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I just want you to know that if you're wondering, like, what are the things you don't like about your job? It's seeing the reality in people. Yeah. Stupidity in people. How dare you play all those random voices from the street saying they love your show? They're all white. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> You're such a joy. <laughs> I just, I mean, the notion that people who are not white have to have an accent of some sort is absurd to me. <laughs> absurd. Wow. Look, you know, uh, maybe I've gone too far. No, you haven't. You haven't. These yeah, you're right. Have I haven't. It. All right. Let's move on. Let's do a free money phone tap. <laughs> You got any money? The free money phone tap. All right, Indian girl, talk about it. The gravity blanket. <laughs> but make sure to talk really brown, Gunny. Uh, Don't yeah, do not make, sound white. You have the brown sound. The brown sound, okay. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Oh, I was about, I was Go ready. ahead, gravity blanket. Oh, it's, it's gravity a gravity blankets. blanket free money phone tap. <laughs> very, very warm. <laughs> okay, if you don't have a gravity blanket, you should definitely try one. So gravity blankets are weighted blankets that are studied. It keeps you warm, right? It keeps It feels me like warm. you're sleeping in the tandoor. It does. Oh, my God. I like that you're bringing it full circle. Give me more. It'll improve your sleep quality, and you can give the gift of sleep this holiday season. Shop at gravityblankets.com. Use the code HOLIDAY2019, and you'll get 25% off all holiday season. For info and rules, you can visit elvisduran.com. And they are also sponsoring our phone tap today, which means they're giving somebody $1,000. I was online ordering a gravity blanket last night, and I used the the code. I got my 25% off. Okay. It's holiday... 2019. Yeah, go to gravityblankets.com. Use holiday 2019. You get 25% off. Yes. Great. And thanks to them, you're about to win $1,000. Ooh, should I do the conversion in rupees? <clears throat> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a major, major conversion. Uh, be caller 100 now to win your $1,000. 1-800-242-0100. Where's the phone tap? Right here. Hit that. Hit the Boy, B. I, I don't see it. Hit the B. I'm going to hit the B. Hit the B. Oh, it's your way back Wednesday Elvis, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. I love this phone tap. I, I shouldn't even say anything. I should just let you listen to it yeah, and judge yeah, for yeah. yourself. My father-in-law is a practical joker. Got me really bad on April Fool's Day. So I want to get him back very badly. A few weeks ago, he was having a problem with the wild skunk. He sprayed the skunk with a high-powered hose to chase him off, and eventually they had to call the police to come and kill the skunk. The whole neighborhood got involved. Would you please call as the owner of the skunk and bust on him for killing your pet skunk? (laughs) Thank you from Deborah. All right. Here he is. Dave Brody decided to take the challenge. You ready, Brody? Oh, yeah. Here we go. The skunk phone tap. Hello. Hello. Is Larry there? Who's this? Peppy. Oh, yeah. That's me. Yeah. Hi. This is him. Listen. The jig is up. Excuse me? You heard me. I know what you did, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to let you get away with it. Who's this? Who's this? It's Peppy. I don't know anybody by the name of Peppy. Well, you know what? Your neighbor told me what you did. What are you talking about? Oh, what am I talking I love it that you act like you don't know. 
I don't know, sir. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you don't know crap. A month and a half ago, my pet skunk ran away, and I've been trying desperately to find out what happened to him, and I put signs up all over the neighborhood, a reward. Nobody responded to me until Marissa called me up, and she told me that you killed my skunk. I did not do that. Listen, Peppy, my God, I would never do that. You're going to deny you killed my skunk? I did not, sir. You're inhuman. Listen, I called the Ramapo police. They told me you killed my skunk. I did. Hey, listen, can you listen to me carefully? I can't listen to anything. Listen, Peppy, can you listen to me carefully? Sir. Yeah. Can you listen to me? I'm listening. The skunk was in my yard. <sighs> okay? Let me explain to you what happened. Go ahead. Tell me why you killed He was acting. Why, like Shakespeare? Like he had rabies. He was walking around in circles. I taught him to do that. Well, sir, I didn't know that. I called the Ramapo police the first time that he was in my yard. Then he wind up in Marissa's yard. Okay? At what point did you kill him? I didn't kill him. What did you do, Larry? I, I didn't kill him. The Ramapo police killed him. Oh, now you're blaming the cops? The cops are the ones who came over here, sir. I spoke to the cops. They said you shot my skunk with a hose. I did not. You shot my skunk with a hose? I did not, sir. Did you shoot my skunk with a hose? I, I, I tried. I, I watered him to try to get him out of my uh, property. You watered him? He's not a flower? Well, sir, I don't know what to do. It's in my property. It's acting irrational. They found, uh, he's a skunk. Hey, I don't know that. Sir, I don't know that. What other animals have you killed? Oh, come on, guy. Give me a break. I have never killed anybody. Well, why didn't you save my skunk? There's articles all over the, the, the newspaper that are going around with rabies. And didn't you see the signs up all over the neighborhood? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Believe me, if I would have seen signs along the neighborhood... It had an ID tag and a collar. Sir, well, let, let me ask Did you something. Did you bother to look? What, did the police look? How am I going to get next to a skunk? Well, who was shooting him with water? You or the cops? I watered him to get him off my property. Oh, my God, you watered my oh, skunk. Look, I, look, I don't want to discuss this. Marissa said you killed my skunk. Marissa? Listen to me. After you hosed my skunk, the skunk was all wet, and, you, and, you, and the autopsy showed that you blinded the skunk. The skunk wandered into the lake and drowned. It what? You heard me. The, the, the skunk was shot by the police in front of the house. Because you drowned it. Oh, get out of here. The skunk was shot in front. Look, I don't want to discuss it anymore, okay? I'm in the process right now. I'm going to call the police because this is harassment, okay? Do me a favor. If you can just tell me you're sorry for killing my, my skunk, Elvis, then, then I'll forgive you and I'll, I'll drop the whole thing. No, no. Absolutely not. There's nothing to forgive here because I did not kill your skunk. Well, would you at least admit that you had a hand in, in, in the death of my skunk? Absolutely not, sir. I did not kill the skunk. I, I, I took your skunk and... I got him out of my property. That's all I did. All right, could you could you say? The, excuse me. All the right. Ramapo police were the ones who shot. Okay, your skunk in front of Marissa. As a matter of fact, Marissa and I are going to have a freaking conversation today. Okay. And you won't apologize for hosing Elvis the skunk? Well, let me tell you something. You should apologize to your skunk for, for how the hell did he get away from you? Well, he's allowed to go out in the backyard. Well, he's allowed to go out in the backyard, huh? Man, look. Don't talk to me, guy, okay? Well, will you... Will you, you... Want, listen to me. You want to have a discussion with me? Come in front of my face, okay? Have a discussion with me, okay? Man to man. Don't talk to me over the well, phone, gonna okay? Well, you're going to hit me? You know me? where I live. The police is on the way home. I just filed a harassment charge against whoever it is calling me, okay? Well, your, your daughter-in-law asked us to play a phone tap on you. Excuse me? This is Dave Brody from Elvis Strand in the Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is there anything you want to say to your daughter in law, Debbie? Uh, payback is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he great? That was a way, way, way yeah. back Wednesday phone tap That's from a like a long time ago. I love that he kept saying, I watered the skunk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was such a cool guy. Anyway, that's your uh, $1,000 gravity blankets. Free money phone tap. And Bethany, you just won $1,000. Oh, my God, yo. You got Yay! it. Bethany. Ring the bell, Scary. Oh. Ring the $1,000 bell. Yeah, you got $1,000 on the way. Congratulations. Oh God, that's awesome. I love you guys so much. I listen to you every morning to work. Every morning. Well, thank you. Aww. Thank you for being the only one left. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are the absolute, absolute best. Well, thank um, you. Shaking and diving. Shaking and diving. Well, thank you, Bethany. Have a safe drive. Hold on. $1,000. Thanks to... Uh, to uh, Gravity Blankets and gravityblankets.com on the way. By the way, go to gravityblankets.com. 25% off is actually something. It's a steal. Yeah, you should that's do it. Good. Uh, use the promo code HOLIDAY2019 for 25% off at gravityblankets.com. Every single morning. I absolutely, I just love you guys. Elvis Duran in the morning show. If you're like me, like a little naughty, crazy fun with your friends. Go get the Telestrations After Dark board game. I just love playing this game, and you will too. Buy it today at Target, Bed Bath & Beyond, Barnes & Noble, or where you buy board games. You know, we're uh, we're driving on down to Philly for the Q102 Jingle Ball presented by Capital One tonight. Yes, yeah, we, we are. are. Fingers crossed, there's a Taco Bell between here and there. <laughs> there's always a food stop. We love it. We're yes. going to be on the Elvis Duran Magic Bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as you know, the best <laughs> gifts are meant to be shared. They have the Taco Bell Rolled Chicken Tacos Party Pack. We buy about five of these things, but the bus is covered. It has six rolled chicken tacos with three dipping sauces and six crunchy tacos. Oh, Love. Hello. Delivered by Grubhub, they'll have it there for you. Just sit there on your butt and wait for it to arrive. Uh, all right. Share the gift of tacos with Taco Bell's Rolled Chicken Tacos Party Pack. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show is a consistent ratings winner. I don't mean to brag, but we got a lot of listeners. Elvis Duran. It's Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. This is the weirdest show. You do have a great show, and it's hugely popular. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. I have roid rage. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> you look very handsome today. Oh. I love that shirt on you. That's my favorite shirt you ever wear. And I like those jeans. I was just looking at you before. Okay. I'm like, wow, Scary Ooh, looks really okay. nice. Scary's got a package. The jeans are eight years old, and I rubbed out the uh, the thighs. Oh. The what? You rubbed out the You rubbed out the They've been patched up three times, and the shirt is, look at at how Did you Jiminy Cricket your thighs? I think you look good. You look good. You look doable today, Scary. I like that shirt on you. Thank you. I know. I like it. I like a dad bod. <laughs> Even when you're not a dad. <laughs> anyway, you know what, and Danielle, that was very sweet that, that you paid so a nice compliment to your uh, your oh, brother Scary. Oh, they're gonna hug. Your much it. older brother Scary. Don't put your crotch on me. Don't Love put it. your crotch on him. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, that was great. You know, that was awesome. That's, you know, do that. Catch someone doing something right today. Aww. You caught Scary looking good today. Yeah, he looks oh, good. Can I give him a moment that I loved him a lot today? Please do. When he was very angry earlier and he was screaming with a mouthful of food, I'm so mad, everyone's making me eat. I know. <laughs> he said he was enraged and when people upset him, he eats more. He's mad because people are triggered by the things we say on our show and then he was triggered to eat more. Yes. Oh, gosh. I was not mad at people in the room. No. I know. I do the same thing, Scary. When I'm triggered, I eat. 
I remember my mother, when she was triggered, she cried. Yeah. I remember one, one time my mother looked at me and she said, you are the reason mommy cries. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> my mom said I'm the reason she curses. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Speaking of parents, let's okay. I want to tell a double decker uh, Danielle story. A double decker. First of all, a big story here in New York City uh, and and Philly, uh, Yankees and the Yankees and the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, Our Didi Gregorius. Yep. Is moving from uh, the Yankees to the Phillies. Yeah, Didi's my favorite player on the Yankees. I love Didi. And so. uh, you were kind of excited because you're actually going to go out and buy a Phillies jersey. <laughs> so, yeah. So, here's what I'm thinking. So, American League is my Yankees. And I'm thinking, I could have a National League team. Why not? So, I am going to get a D.D. Gregorius Phillies jersey. There you go. They're yeah. not available yet because I actually wanted to wear it tonight to uh, to Philly Jingle Ball. I thought that would be cool. That would be great. I, I, they don't have them yet. That's okay. You, you can mention yeah. it on stage tonight, I'll mention tonight, it on though. stage. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, they'll they'll take good care of my D.D. And of course, so, Mets fans hate you right now, but yeah, that's okay. Because the Mets, like the Red Sox, are like the sworn enemy of the Yankee fans, and the Phillies are the sworn enemy of the Mets. There so. you go, Danielle, <laughs> serving two of our most important cities. I love I'm that. So excited! And the other deck is because of the Didi Gregorius story that came out yesterday. Danielle reached for her phone to call her dad because yeah. the Yankee conversation is what Danielle and her father always used to have. That was tough because the first person I call always is dad to say, "Oh my gosh, can you believe this or can you believe that?" And he knows how much I. I love Didi, and he was my favorite. So I called his best friend, Uncle Pete, um, who we've known since I was a baby. They've been best friends for years. Also a Yankee and fan? Also a Yankee fan and one of my, like, my dad's best friend in the whole world. And I talked to Uncle Petey, and he got me through it. And he said, I really appreciate you. I being, I'm the one that you're going to call for this now. And I said, yeah, I said, you are. So, um, love you, Uncle Pete. Thank you for being there. And dad, I know you're looking down and, uh, take care of my Didi from up above. Hey dad, (laughs) your daughter misses you very much. I really do. I really do. But your friend, uh, your Uncle Pete? Yeah. I cannot tell you how I assume he felt when he got that phone call from you. Yeah, I bet it because he 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 lost his best oh, friend. He misses my dad so much. And what they, a wonderful thing you did for him. Yeah, they actually they have like guys' night out. So like last night was guys' night out with all the guys, and dad wasn't there, and they were all drinking to him and stuff. And he said it was it was tough, but uh, but yeah, you know what are you gonna do? Unfortunately, you know what you're gonna do. You're gonna do exactly what you are doing. Yeah. you're doing great, Danielle. Thanks. We're so proud of you. I'm trying. Thank you. And then there's Gandhi. <laughs> I got nothing. She's perfect. I got nothing in my book. People are livid with me. No. We'll we did learn a lesson. In, you know, Fried foods are usually only good after you pull them out of the fryer. Yeah. A, an hour or two later. Pfft. So our favorite uh, Indian restaurant, Tamarind. Yum. So uh, Gandhi and Scary and I bellied up to the bar for lunch there the other day. And one of the dishes they have, which is just from heaven, Daniel, you would love it. Oh, yeah? It's, this, it's a fried, cal- like fly- fried cauliflower pieces, oh. but it's coated in this... Beautiful sauce. I have it right here. Did you did you eat right some? There. No, it's right here. The, oh, the sauce is unbelievable. So I brought it in. I, I ordered it. Tamarind delivered it to my house last night. And I had it. And it was great. It wasn't even great by the time it got to my house, actually. It, okay. it was already kind of soggy. Mm. And then I brought it in today. You're going to f- taste the flavor, but you're not going to feel the crunch. I think we have ways to bring back the crunch. Yeah. We'll do it. No, I, I don't think did you notice you have the rice, though, and rice from Indian restaurants. Oh my Get gosh. in there, Danielle. It's so good. I can't wait. Also got some uh, paneer. Yum! With in a spicy little uh, fingreek sauce. Is that how you say it? Fingreek? Fingreek? Whatever. Oh, who else can we bitch and moan about? Uh, Froggy. Oh, let's talk about Froggy. So Froggy. Oh, what I do? So, okay, here's the thing. So Froggy says, hey, Lisa and I are coming up this weekend. Yeah. I said, oh, great. He said, what are you doing Saturday? I said, I don't know, nothing. Let's have brunch. Okay, we're having brunch. 
Then I get a call from my friend Andy. Andy and his wife. And Andy's sister are coming into town. I said, okay. Well, he said, let's have brunch. I said, okay. Well, I'm having brunch with Lisa and Froggy. Let's get together. All right. So there's three of them. One of me, that's four. And then two of them, that's six. Then Froggy says, what up? I said, what, Frog? We're in Saturday. But we uh, did tell Danielle and Sheldon that we're doing something with them. I said, well, great. <laughs> we're up to... We're up to eight people. <laughs> eight so people. so, I, you know, so trying to find a brunch for eight people yeah. in New York City, it's, it's difficult to do. So I found a place yeah. down yeah. the street. I'm excited. We're having lunch. And, I, and I did happen to fall asleep between making the reservation. So Elvis sends me a text. Hey, jackass, it's eight people. Can you give me an answer? Yeah, oh, okay. okay, no, no. Then, so then, you know, this is the day after Z100's Jingle Ball Froggy. Yeah. So uh, We're going to be tired. Well, I know, but I said, uh, Alex, you're going to work Saturday, right? Oh, no, took the day off. I said, well, he, and Reptile Matt's going to spend the night oh, Friday night geez, after the show. Now we're up to 50,000 We're up to 10 people for brunch. <laughs> yes. So, yes, God. If you don't mind, <laughs> my coming sister's too? coming to town this weekend, and I would love for you guys to meet her. Maybe brunch would be a good time. Because <laughs> oh, we're in a 12. whole restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if this place holds 10 people. I don't know, but it's awesome. What's scary? I'm going to be solo on Saturday morning, and I get up nice and early to crack a door, and I can just roll into the city and oh, meet you all. Okay. I t- I mean, Diamond, you coming in? Oh. Oh, yeah. Allie, yeah. Allie's going to be there, Brody. Rent out a room. No, they have vegetables, Brody. You would hate it. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk about it later. I, I don't know. We we may be at capacity, but keep in mind, those who, I mean, it, it just kind of grew on its own. So this is, when, this is when I get a call from people like, why didn't you invite me? Well, I didn't invite <laughs> no. anyone. Well, I, no, no, I got to be honest. I didn't invite anyone. Right. It, just, it, just, it just morphed into this thing. Well, last time I saw Andy, right, Andy Stewart, who is from Norwegian, yes. he I said, I'm coming in on this date. I said, great, let's get together for dinner. So then Froggy and Lisa said they were coming in. So I called Froggy and Lisa and I said, hey, Andy wanted to do oh. dinner. You want to do dinner. So then yesterday he said, oh, and Elvis is in too. So we have <laughs> yeah. everybody from Boy, all over the so, place. So, I'm, so now you're saying I'm in on your yes. lunch, but you're in on my lunch. Yes, exactly. Oh. Whatever. Somehow it worked we're out merging. this way. We're merging. We're all together. That's all that matters. Worlds, worlds collide. I'm excited. I can't wait. Sheldon's so excited. Just save me a couple seats. I and, guys. I don't think hey, there Elvis. are two seats. What? Yes, what? We have an agenda at lunch. What's that? We have to talk Danielle's husband, Sheldon, into getting her a Peloton bike. She wants one. <laughs> okay, we can He do says that. no, he's not sold, but Andy Stewart loves his Peloton bike. Let I know tell you, you think it's a great idea, all my and friends, I think it's a great All idea. my friends who spent the money for Peloton, they yeah. have never had a more expensive clothes hanger. No, ever. shut up. Oh, shut we got to go around that. the room. We'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind? Okay, today? so I'm going to post something on my Instagram in a few minutes. My cat, Diggy uses her hands to eat now. Yes. Her paws. What? She So you put the food in her bowl, she puts her paw in the bowl, and she scoops the food and licks it. There you this, go. We couldn't believe it. We took video of this yesterday. Yes. I'm like, she's becoming more human as the days go on. <laughs> Animals are this coming. This cat is crazy. So I am. Doesn't it sound crazy to me. It sounds like you have a very smart cat. Yeah, so I'm going to post this on my Instagram. We could not believe it. I love it. She's the queen of the castle, that damn cat. I swear to God. I had another dream that you guys got a puppy last night. Okay, well, that's not happening. So uh, scary. What's up with you? <laughs> who is the famous person who said, catch someone doing something right? You always talk about that. Well, whoever that famous person was. That was Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie. Well, I'd like to shine a light on this place called South Fork Bakery in Sag Harbor, New York, out on Long Island. And they're a nonprofit, and they provide meaningful employment for adults with special needs. Oh, nice. So I got oh. a package in the mail from someone who gave me a, a Christmas present, and all the goods in there were baked, and they were packaged and sold by these adults who work there. Nice. So I want to support oh, so more nice. businesses Good. that do that. 
That's great. In the coming years. Excellent. And you ate every crumb. Well, not you know, I'm going to share some with the show. <laughs> no, I was you're gonna not. going to bring it in. <laughs> brownies and blondies. The only... The only... Food from yes. that wonderful place you're going to share with us is the stuff that comes out of your mouth when you're talking and it spits on my face. <laughs> so let's hear for South Fork Bakery in Sag Harbor. Beautiful yes. Sag Harbor. <laughs> Love that. Nonprofit providing. That's awesome. Uh, incredible, incredible employment for incredible adults with special needs. I love that. South Fork Bakery. Uh, producer Sam. Producer Sam, what's on your mind today? Uh, so days like we had yesterday always makes me super reflective because, uh, as you know, I live in Jersey City and we lost a police officer and I have a sister who has decided to spend the rest of her life with a police officer. Good. So days like that make me very appreciative and worried like a Jewish mother for Joseph Gentili, who is a detective in Monroe Township, and I want him to know I love him very much and I am appreciative of everyone out there who's like him and people like my sister who keep them you know with a partnership oh, yeah. and support and love at home i must assume when you get up uh you put on the badge you, you put the uh you put the uniform on and you leave the house uh whoever is back in the bed or back at the house getting ready for their job they're thinking about you and they oh, yeah. are just as much a part of the force as you are yeah it's yeah this, yeah this gentleman had five kids <sighs> and we're not even we haven't even started talking about the identification of the other people who lost their lives right yeah the other five yeah yeah. So, Joseph, I love you, and I'm always thinking about you. You're a sweetheart. I love him. Uh, where else do I go? Gandhi? Hi. What's up? I also posted a video on my Instagram that is making me laugh. So, if you need a minute today to just go chuckle a bit, it's only six seconds. I promise at the end of it, if you're not laughing, I find something to be wrong with wait, you. Wait, what is it? It's a video I posted on my Instagram. Six seconds. It's one of my friends at a party this weekend, and she's dancing. And I turned the camera just coincidentally to another friend who was watching her, and his face is out of control. I saw that. Yeah. It, you were in Philly last weekend. Yes, it was in Philly over the weekend. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, it is a funny video. Yeah. I'm, trying, go watch I'm, it. I'm still kind of wondering what happened. It will spark joy. And she had a piece of cake. She was excited. What? That was so weird. What's weird? <laughs> so you did Scary just whisper in so your ear? So he Scary had a question. He ran over to ask it, and he like slobbered all over my ear. Oh, oh, no. Scary, he, your breath is so warm. What it's like all tingly. Well, we're good. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Kill the meat. Oh. <laughs> Our memories are really bad here. <laughs> I don't even know who you people are. You know, this is the time of year. I don't know about you listening to you to us right now, but this is the time of year where we're just like full throttle. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been pretty much full throttle for about two years now. Yeah, we need a break. Yeah. Mama's teats are tough. Yeah, they really are. They're like they're like they're like leather. Yeah, mine too. You got leather teats. I got leather teats. Hey, old leather teats. <laughs> if you stop calling me that, I am going to be real. From pissed. now on, Danielle will be known as leather teats. Yes, I love it. Not leather face. Oh, leather teeth. Teeth. I guess I'd rather have leather teeth than leather face, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting that. Oh. Anyway, let's get into the uh, three things we need to know. A lot of serious stuff going on. And, and once again, yesterday, I was glued to local news here in New York because of the story breaking out of Jersey City. Not only because I half of our show lives in Jersey City. Yep. Uh, but I used to live there. We used to work there. Yeah. And of course, it involves police officers. It involves... Right. People who listen to our show every day that are out there. So I just like, oh, keeping an eye on it. And they still don't have all the answers. No. They barely have any answers. No. It's, there are, I mean, depending on which news sources you are looking at, there are different stories about exactly what happened. But the facts that we do know for sure are that sadly, Detective Joseph, Joseph Seals was shot and killed with a high powered rifle at a local cemetery. After that happened, the suspects fled to a bodega where they holed up for hours and a gunfight ensued with police. At the end, three civilians were dead, the two suspects dead as well, and of course, that officer that we talked about. 
So as we get more information, we'll share it with you. I'm sure people are seeing things from all over the all over the place, but we're thinking about them. A lot of schools in that area, and these kids yep. were in lockdown until late in the afternoon. Yeah. But they were listening to the gunshots from, from their classrooms. That's terrifying. Oh I cannot gosh. even imagine. So our hearts are with everybody who was affected by that. New Zealand. We talked about this the other day. There was a huge eruption of a volcano over there, and there was a tourist group that was touring around that area when it happened. Well, people were severely burned, and now New Zealand is ordering 186,000 square inches of skin from the United States because all these people need skin grafts, and they wow. don't have enough. Yeah. Oh, wow. 30 people in critical condition, six people confirmed dead, and again, that was after a volcano erupted in New Zealand. And finally, the last full moon of the decade happening tomorrow. It's 12-12, and it's going to be happening the best viewing time at 12-12 a.m. Eastern time. Hmm, coincidence? We'll be awake. Yeah, we will be. There you go. We'll be up late. We will be. Philly and Q102's Jingle Ball tonight. Mm-hmm. And then here in New York City for uh, Z100's Jingle Ball presented by Capital One. Yeah. By the way, you can watch that Friday night. We're going to be there uh, on the CW app. And CWTV.com, I do believe. Is that right? That is correct. I think I just guessed. Good I'm guess. totally fried. Yeah, CWTV.com and the CW app. Oh, my God, I got it right. That was good. I Let's found a little, a little corner <laughs> in my brain that had memory left. You put everything there. What's up with that? Woo! What's up with that? Anyway, all right, let's take a break. We'll be back. How you doing? This is Wendy Williams. What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. What's going on? This is Drake. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. I've always loved hot sauce, but now with Cholula in my life, I love it even more. It's filled with unique flavor and just enough heat. What's not to like? So grab your bottle of Cholula, the one with the wooden cap. I have no idea what I'm getting anyone for Christmas. No no idea. Oh, None. I'd like a Peloton. Well, go get one. <laughs> I just want quality time. Quality Shut time. up. Yes. You stop. You know That's what? what I, 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 I can be honest. I can get her her what she wants before I can get you what you want. Oh. <laughs> a, a, pel- a Peloton is so much easier than quality time. No. Time is the one thing we never get back. That's why I like when people right. give it to me. I just want to have lunch with you on Saturday. That's it. We're having oh, lunch on Saturday. Please, you guys. And then, you know, we're having our uh, holiday party. Yeah. Christmas party. Monday at lunch. Yeah. In an undisclosed uh, place. I know, but we've invited special guests. Every year we invite special guests, and uh, we have special guests coming this year. Very That's excited exciting. about that. Greg T. will be included in that. He's oh, he's very a special nice. guest. Isn't that nice? Of course. Yeah, so uh, last night I was sitting there at the fire in the fireplace, you know, push the button, it came on. I love that. Mm-hmm. Some people are such purists. No, I must have the crackling of the wood. I must have the real fire burning on the wood. No, just no. push a button, let the gas do the work. <laughs> Anyway, I was sitting there just kind of shaking like a chihuahua, knowing that the day was done. Right. And uh, just wondering, once again, how to try to relieve a little of this stress. I'm thinking, well, should I go talk, take a hot bath? Ooh, those are good, with bubbles especially. Yeah, so I thought about that and... Eh. Oh. So I'm going to get under the gravity blanket and just kind of chill and watch TV. And I was flipping around. And I found uh, Ellen's show last night. Yes, our special where she was giving away all of the uh, prizes to deserving people. Now, what's it called again? Ellen. Uh, I don't even whatever. remember. But she had uh, Jennifer Aniston on with her and Jason Momoa. Jennifer Aniston seems to be such a lovely person. I didn't see Jason Momoa. Yeah. Did I, was yeah, I, I think the, he was earlier in the, was in in the, the, bathroom? In the show. You might have been. I, he was scheduled to be on the show. I didn't see him. Oh, okay. It's uh, called Ellen's Greatest Night of Giveaways. Yeah. Okay. It was very cool. And uh, that Ellen, you know, she has great sponsors yeah. that yeah. come through and really, really step up to the plate to help her award these great prizes and cash. 
giveaways to and people. She's continuing it on her regular show like this week. So I noticed yesterday that somebody gets Robert Downey Jr. in a box. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, we would like a little Stark in a box. You could get Danielle and I that. <laughs> you know what? If we could just stop thinking about what we need we'll and think about him. what other people need. <laughs> you asked what we wanted. Okay, look, the, our show is nowhere near. I mean, the the hugeness no. and, uh, of of the uh, Ellen yeah. DeGeneres show. We don't have resources like that, but we could give away some fun things. So oh, I'm yeah. thinking next week. Okay. We're here Monday through Friday, right? Yes. Well, Monday through Thursday. We're not here Thursday? Monday through Thursday. We're here Friday. Oh, okay. Got scary. Scary. Can you? <laughs> Monday Friday. Yeah. He just tried to get a day off. That was off. He did it yesterday too. He said, "Oh, I'm getting on that show for Friday." And Elvis goes, "What are you talking about?" And then Elvis goes, "No, we're on Friday." Okay, 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 okay. We're really off off base here. Okay, back onto the track. Mm-hmm. We do five shows next week. I want to give away like a really cool gift every day next week. Oh, that's awesome. That would be great. That would be so fun. We'll pay for it. Yeah, it's out of our pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I say our, I mean mine. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, God for that. Unless you guys want to chip. In. I'll chip in a little. So let's start thinking about what these oh. these gifts can be. Is it going to be a Peloton? No. Okay. No, it it, it, it you know it, it can't be that. She much did money. give a rowing machine away yesterday. Okay, but not a row. You know something. what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't no, have no, that, I, I don't have that kind of budget. All right, but, but we can come up with some good stuff. Okay, think about it. Okay. So next week, every day. Uh, let's say 30 minutes after the phone tap. So it'd be eight o'clock East Coast time. But whatever mm. time th- th- that first phone tap plays. Yeah. 30 minutes after that, every day next week, we're giving away a a juicy, glamorous prize. Okay. If you want to text in some ideas, let us know, like, the hottest gadgets out this year. Yeah. Whatever. So you want it to be, like, a thing, not an experience. Well, if if you can find an experience uh, that's, you know, doable. What's scary? Remember that one year we gave away gumball machines? Yeah, that was quite a year. No, that was the company that gave them to us for Christmas. And remember? we re-gifted them. And we, we re-gifted them. Oh, we re-gifted. <laughs> I remember coming in and they said, Merry Christmas, and they handed me a gumball machine. And that was very oh. Remember when Greg T. gave away iPads, but they were just eye patches? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Daniel, yes. you ready to do your report? <laughs> yes. The Daniel report. What's going on, Daniel? All right. Say it isn't so. Jack Black retiring. I swear to gosh, I'll cry. So, what? apparently, yeah, the rumor is that... After Jumanji, the next level comes out and he does his, you know, promotion for it, blah, blah, blah. He might not do anything for a while. He might take a little bit of a break. Can you imagine? Hmm. No. He can do that. No, he Wouldn't can't. it be nice if we could take a break? No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Think about what you're doing right now in your life. Wouldn't you like to take a break? Mm. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> uh, we kind of figured this already. Jessica Biel reportedly encouraged Justin Timberlake to apologize publicly publicly for holding another woman's hand because she was embarrassed and wanted him to be accountable. I don't blame her. If that happened to me, I'd do the same thing. I go, your ass is going to get out there and apologize. I hope they're doing okay. So, I hope so, too. Uh, Lizzo does not care about the criticism for that butt-bearing outfit she wore at the Laker game. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. She was twerking in a thong. I saw it. Um, She basically says she's the happiest she's ever been. I'm surrounded by love, and I just want to spread the love and also spread these cheeks. And she did. What? She did. Yeah. <laughs> if you go and look at the video, she's spreading those cheeks. Well, we have sound from Lizzo talking about it coming up in the sound with Garrett. Very nice. We do. I, and I'm kind of, I'm on the fence about it. 
I am too. Because I have kids, and I know if my kids are watching the Lakers game and that comes up on the screen, or if you're in the audience, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm a little little torn. And I love Lizzo, so, you know, I'm a little torn. I just get really uncomfortable when people are wearing anything that's too short, because you know my thing with, like, buttholes on seats? Yeah. And it happens all the time (laughs) when you're wearing those booty shorts. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I'm all, did she butthole the court? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm all for it. You're all okay. for it? Absolutely. Cool. I hope you're going to wear that outfit to Jingle Ball, Elvis. <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart, remember he had all that controversy over doing the Oscars, and so he didn't do it last year. Well, he said if they came back to him this year, he would consider doing it. Okay. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, Jumanji is opening in your theaters on Friday, and I will remind you every five minutes if I could, because it's so fantastic. <laughs> uh, the Masked Singer is on tonight. I know it was on yesterday, but the the top three are revealed as two more masks get removed. It's a holiday-themed semifinal special. That's going on tonight. You've got a, an interview with Dan Rather. Ellen's greatest night of giveaways. Uh, oh, it's, this is tonight then, not this afternoon. Wait, she's doing Robert it again? Downey Jr. He's on tonight. Oh, was she doing it again? Yes. So he, she, Robert Downey Jr. is the celebrity helping Ellen hand out presents tonight. <gasps> Yum. Oh, my gosh. I hope they can record that for me at home. <laughs> Better tell them. Uh, the mid-season finale of Riverdale is on tonight, so that's good. The mid-season finale of Stumptown, the mid-season finale of Making It, uh, Crank Yankers, that's on tonight on Comedy Central, and the 23rd season finale of South Park. 23rd. I love that show. Really? Isn't that crazy? <sighs> anyway, yeah. Uh, next hour, we're going to talk about Brad Pitt. Don't listen to everything you hear about his love life. Speaking of Brad Pitt, so uh, so I watched half of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wow. And oh, yeah, I'm, finally. And, and then I was going to finish it. Yeah. And then Coaster Boy Josh ran in here and said, no, <laughs> you have to watch it all at one time. Okay. Otherwise, it just isn't as good. And so, I mean, I, okay. So last night, I decided to watch the whole thing. Okay. And I truly enjoyed it. Wasn't it great? Brad Pitt. Unbelievable! I th- I thought DiCaprio did a great job. I thought they all did a fantastic job. I, I hope Brad Kid Brad Pitt gets some Oscar um, recognition because he really is. He's so good in that. He's movie. so good. All of his movies that I really haven't seen a Brad Pitt movie that I haven't liked. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Absolutely. So uh, what a I, in my opinion a work of art. Not only because the story is really interesting mm-hmm. and it's got interesting twists in this and that, but the it, the period, uh, the sixties, right? Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, uh, that they covered in Los Angeles, working in you know Hollywood in, in the entertainment business. They actually had KHJ radio always playing on the radio <laughs> yeah. with the real DJs Robert W. Morgan, and they played the music of the time. It was just so well done. Of course, all wrapped around uh, the Charlie Charlie Manson story somewhat. So I watched the whole thing last night, and I was I truly enjoyed it. Mm. But it's I hear this is one of those movies that's so polarizing. Yeah. Either you love it or you hate it. Yeah, right. Yeah, love it or hate it. But Quentin Tarantino, usually his his movies are so far out there. This one wasn't that far out there. I right. thought it was great. I love Quentin Tarantino movies. This was a little bit different, but that Brad Pitt man, he is just a fine old man. See, he was I don't great. think he's hot. I've what? never found Brad ever I've never found he's not my type, Brad Pitt. Oh, I do. A oh. fine old man. Yeah, I go back to those <laughs> Thelma and Louise days. Like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 seriously, do a Thelma and Louise uh Search and look at look at what it looked like back then. Oh, but, I remember. I saw it. He was holding that hair dryer with his shirt off. He's but what? Yeah, he's more. He's better handsome than he was. Cute. He was cute mm. than he's handsome now. Right. What are you laughing at, Frog? No, you and the go back to Thelma and Louise. Like you were like you knew you knew exactly which Brad Pitt you were liking. Oh and yeah. Into. But there was another one. It was it a, a river runs through it or one of those movies. Yeah, that was my sister. She loved that. Movie. I love that movie too. <laughs> 
So in uh, North Carolina, employees at a Bed Bath & Beyond discovered an uninvited sleepover guest hiding in the store when they opened up Monday morning. The uh, Greenville, North Carolina employees called police around 8.30 in the morning, and they responded to a breaking and entering in progress. The problem was there was no breaking and entering in progress. He was already there. (laughs) The intruder was a 14-year-old runaway who had been camping out in the store overnight. Oh, it's a great spot if you're going to need a place to sleep. Bed, bath, and beyond. He wasn't harmed. He was taken back to his house. He's okay. So it got me to thinking. I remember when I was a kid, we'd go to the mall. Yeah. Like, what would it be like to be locked in this mall by myself with oh, access to every single thing in this mall? Dream. Like down there is the piano store. I could go, you know, play piano for mm-hmm. a while. And over here is the Orange Julius. Remember those Orange oh, Julius? Oh yeah, they still have Orange Julius. I would crank up those Orange yeah. Julius machines. Like, what store would you want to live in? I mean, live in. Would you rather live in like Bed Bath and Beyond, Home Goods, IKEA? Where do you want to live? Ooh. Maybe Target, but but like a super Target that has the food. Yeah. Yeah, in microwave oven. Yeah. Like a forever <laughs> store? I'd I probably don't know. pick a pet store. Play with all the okay, fish and keep them kittens. In, you're living there, though. You need you need <laughs> to live there. I need, <laughs> well, okay, the well, where is your living room? You know what I'm saying? Where are you going to live? Some of those cat palaces they have are spacious. Okay. <laughs> and I'm kind of small, so I could get in there. Are you moving into a <laughs> yeah. habit trail? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on her little wheel. You can be on your little wheel. <laughs> exactly. that's, that's your gym. Yes. I'd be like Dr. Doolittle, all the animals, we'd talk, it'd be great. <laughs> I think we're missing, but there's got to be some store we're not thinking of. What store would be so, so excellent to live in? What about like Brookstone? All the different massagers over there? Oh, that'd be a good okay. time. All right. But it has yeah. to be a store that you have access to food. Yeah, there is you a, have well, to you eat can order, and you have you to can drink. Order, order takeout. What, uh, what about a Costco? Uh, you could do that. Yeah, Garrett, what? No, that, that's Costco what for you? Okay. Costco would be Jay's. All right. And they have ovens. Yeah. yeah. They sell everything. Maybe we should yeah, think of you know, more... Yeah, on a, on a grander scale. Ikea is good, too, because you would never get bored. You could build all of their things, and then they also have the meatballs. Yeah, that's true. You'd never get tired of those meatballs. Yeah, and you could play hide-and-seek in all the little racks. So Costco or BJ's? I love a good all-night BJ. <laughs> all night? It's chafing him. Seems exhausting. What are, you, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> nothing. I think Target. I really do. Because okay. a Target superstore has all kinds of fun stuff. Clothes and, you know, sporting equipment. You can work out. You can read a book. You can watch some TV. You can play some video games. You can go and eat. You can. There's a lot of things to do in a Target. Gandhi can shop in the little boys department. Yes, that's I what, can. Because that's where she shops. Yep. She can. What right. about, like, Dick's? I'm sorry? Dicks. He shops there every night. He already lives there. <laughs> the sporting goods place where you can climb a wall, play some basketball. Yeah, but there's no food. Oh, no, oh. there's food in Dicks. Erect a tent. If, you're gonna go, if you want to go sporting goods, I would go REI. Do they have those across the country? Yeah. I love REI because they usually have walls. I think that if you go to a Dicks, you can have lots of um, sunflower seeds because they have all those different flavored sunflower oh, yeah. seeds. Yeah, but that's the only thing to out. eat at Dicks. No, it's not a lot to eat at Dicks. Well, they have, you know, survival food and yeah. stuff. Yeah, they do. Anyway, moving on. So what candy. store would you uh, would you live in? We're going to move on because you guys are trying to turn this into something I didn't mean for it to be. You said a pet store. You know, I just try my best. And <laughs> of everyone in this room, I have the dirtiest, most filthiest mind, but I have learned to squelch it and try to have a conversation. Danielle and I haven't learned that yet. It was... <laughs> I met dicks for the store. I really did. You can't have Froggy and I in a room and say dicks and not expect something. Come on. Right. You know it's by now. Which I wouldn't want to live in Ikea because you have to build everything. Yeah. Right, but imagine the skills you would have when you came out of there. You know what? Okay, an Allen wrench. I can master an Allen wrench in two or three. <laughs> and you wouldn't be bored because you'd always have something to put together. Okay. And, and you'd meatballs. probably, you'd learn Swedish. 
You know how to say jam. Oh, someone said yes. crate, and, crate and barrel would be comfortable. Yeah. Maybe. All right, moving on. How's your holiday card list going there, Danielle? I don't know. I don't I don't send out the cards. We just make them. <laughs> they just appear? Yeah, well, but my my so my husband, honestly, he's so good. He does most of most of that stuff. He, he's such a so good So we're getting to he's the He's a good egg. <laughs> okay, so uh you know Tom, Tom Kelly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Who uh he writes for our show. He's a good friend of ours. And he he came to the wedding in Santa Fe. Uh well anyway, I got back married back in September. And uh, we even said, please don't send us wedding gifts. And there are several reasons. Number one, we have more stuff than we'll ever need. Secondly, that means I have to write a thank you note to everyone. And, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. There, there are a lot of people who gave us things. And somewhere down the line, the person in charge of keeping up with all that stuff separated the cards and the gifts. Sure. So I don't know who gave what. Mm. So I don't know who to thank. Oh, boy. So anyway. So I got to my desk this morning. And uh, there's a card there to uh, Alex and Elvis from Tom Kelly. I haven't opened it yet. And uh, Dad's pay. He donated a day. Oh, a day's pay. He donated a day's pay to my charity. So I'm about to find out what he makes in a day. Oh, that's good. Oh, can someone run to my desk and grab that card? You want? Did someone, anyone? I, scary. I look. I look <laughs> let's scary get it. I like to watch him run. No, I don't need to be fun of running down the hall. Oh, scare. So I think it's really tacky that I'm not able to say thank you yeah. to people who gave me gifts and I got a lot of great stuff. I don't know who to thank. I don't know what to, I don't even know where to get started the with it. The biggest this. thing you got, Gandhi and I got you that. Yes, it was from us. <laughs> I hope that the card is still with it. Hi, Tom Kelly. <laughs> Hello, Elvis. How are you? I'm doing great, sir. So, I, okay, here so it is. Let's... So were you here yesterday? How did this card end up on my desk? I was in the... Okay, you're you're. Can you go to a better cell area? I can't hear you. What? Oh, this. F- oh, cool. I'm trying. Oh, there it is. I'm okay. trying to get to a good spot. Okay. Are you at home? Uh, no, I'm in front of an audience at Good Morning America. So how are you? Oh, oh. oh you know, Good Morning America is going to be backstage with us at uh, Z100's Jingle Ball Friday night. Does that mean I have tickets? Um, <laughs> no. Okay, so. Uh, okay, so re- when did you drop this card off at my desk? So I dropped the card off your desk yesterday at 2 p.m. And you're saying that once I open this, I will know what a day's pay is for you. You're donating this to, uh, of course, the Born This Way Foundation. That's that's where we wanted all yep. the gifts to go. Well, I'm not giving you the exact amount, but I donated a day's pay to the Born This Way Foundation. Yes. Well, no, I, I'm kind of curious. Oh, okay, there's no check in here. Dear Elvis and Alex, thank you both for your kindness. Elvis and Radio, Alex at the Zoo. Your wedding was a life experience. I'll remember it forever. New friends and old. As your gift, I donated a day's pay to the Born This Way Foundation. Yes. Wow. And so you actually sat down and calculated? I know how you know I work for iHeart, and you're, you were instrumental in getting me a job. And in honor of you, I donated one day's pay to a cause that mattered to you. Well, let me and tell you, you $50, more, $50 time, would go a long way. Yeah, well. I was, was going to say less than that. 50, yeah. 50 bucks goes a long way for the uh, Born yeah. This Way Foundation. I was going to say $1.380. That's what my dad used to say. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Tom, that's very sweet of you. Thank you very Aww. much. Well, so, you've been very sweet to me, all you guys have, and uh, Tim Crumpier and I are very grateful to you all. Let me ask you a question. So is it okay for me to live on the air say thank you, and now I don't owe him a thank you card? I think so. Yes. Or if is it okay oh. to text a thank you? Does that work? Mm. Oh, uh, I mean, just to, to you know what my intent was, the only reason I gave you the card was to get a thank you card from you and Alex. Oh, this oh. is going to go on and on. Oh. Hey, by the way, I heard that you went to your uh, holiday party yesterday at the office. 
Yes, can it was t- awful. Can you no. talk? It was awful. <laughs> can you talk about the sandwich uh, ra- ratio problem? Okay, there were ten percent vegans in the room and fifty percent vegan sandwiches offered to the party. Some hippie up there dominated the whole event. No, wait a minute. <laughs> Damn. To be fair. I mean, you're, you eat meat, obviously, but you can also eat ve- vegetarian or yeah. vegan sandwiches. You can eat both. It, 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 uh, it was lettuce with mayo. Uh, it was cucumber <laughs> with paprika. That was it. It was the only Christmas party I've ever ordered out food for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who, and the best part is there was one hippie, this one lady who uh, I don't know, and I'm probably she's probably sure she's my boss, and I'll be fired after this. But she looked like she came from the year 1963, and she's walking around telling everybody By how nice it is we have vegan options. No, 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 no offense, <laughs> but you know, just I mean, well, to, I'm no, no, hold on, hold on, you. to characterize no. someone who's vegan as as a hippie, I mean, that's no. you know, I yeah. don't know. There are a lot of people who are vegan yeah. who don't fit that stereotype. Do What's you know that, Danielle? Megan Fox's kids go to an all vegan school, and it's they're so into the animal rights things that they have even if a if a bug gets accidentally stepped on, they have a funeral for the bug. Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh. But the Listen, school is all I feel all guilty vegan. every time I eat an animal too, but they're just tastier. I I, I feel guilty every time. If but God wanted us to be vegetarians, He would not have made animals out of meat. Damn, darn straight, darn straight. All right. <laughs> you can say damn. Hey, thank you, uh, Tom. Uh, thank you so much you. for your I, gift. I love you. George Stephanopoulos is calling. I got to go. Okay, love bye. You. okay bye, bye, bye. bye. Very busy. Very busy at the uh, Today Show. Uh, did he just pick your name online to you? He, he really yeah, did, yeah. He did. <laughs> no, not really. Oh. <laughs> oh. No offense. Uh, okay, let's get, in, let's get into sound yes. with Garrett. Hey, Garrett, hey, what's going go- on? All right, good morning. Let's start with uh, this. Charlie Puth last night was on The Tonight Show, did some musical impressions, and uh, he did his song, We Don't Talk Anymore, as the Doobie Brothers. I don't know what the Doobie Brothers sound like. Yeah, you but do. I know- You've, you've heard the Doobie yes, Brothers. I do. I, I, you have. Most people have it. But right. you're, you're, you're well-rounded. Yeah, I'm well-rounded. Yes, I am. For old people like Danielle, she knows what the Doobie Brothers Shut up. You're older than me, you jackass. Yeah, listen, you <laughs> fart knocker. <laughs> Hey, what did I call you earlier? Leather boots. Leather teats. Leather teats. Hey, leather teats. <laughs> hey, speaking of Charlie Poots, yes. as you know, we are gifting it forward with Pepsi. A lot of people are so into this this gift that Charlie Puth gave us, and now we're gifting it forward to you. Round trip air transportation to go meet up with Charlie Puth at his studio. Watch him whip up a private music session as he writes music in front of you, which is just unreal. Wow. He'll let you leave with an electronic keyboard, a high-processing Mac computer, and a microphone, just like he uses when he produces his music. Awesome. We are gifting this forward to you thanks to Pepsi. If you want to win it, you have to post on social media, hashtag gift it forward, hashtag Elvis Pepsi sweepstakes, and tag our show, at Elvis Duran Show. All the info at ElvisDuran.com. Imagine you win a Grammy. Uh, the de- oh, yeah, can you, can you imagine? Uh, the deadline is this morning at 10 o'clock East Coast time. Yes. Uh, all right. Neo was on with uh, a little late with Lily Singh, and she asked, have you ever had sex to your own music? No, normally it's by request. I, I don't I don't go, hey, baby. Yeah, normally that's... Is that in the moment or a discussion that happens before? Uh, 
It's happened both ways, honestly. Yeah. Well, I that's love weird. Leo. Before we have sex, can we uh, put on one of your songs? Yeah. Um, all right, Lizzo, Danielle was yep. talking about this. Lizzo uh, w- was wearing an outfit at the Laker game. A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people loved it. Lizzo said, you know what? I don't care. And this is what she said on Instagram. Who I am and the essence of me and the things that I choose to do as a grown woman can inspire you to do the same. You don't have to be like me. You need to be like you. And this is who I've always been. And your criticism can just remain your criticism. Your criticism has no effect on me. Negative criticism has no stake in my life, no control over my life, over my emotions. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm surrounded by love. I just want to spread that love and also spread these cheeks. <laughs> and you know, if you really, really don't like my you can kiss it. And can't wait to see Lizzo tonight at Q102's Jingle Ball. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jack Black was on the red carpet for Jumanji 2. Danielle saw it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Variety asked, hey, it's the holiday season. What is your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite holiday film. You know what? It's got to be Elf. Because once again, John Favreau. I don't know if I'm saying it right. And Will Ferrell just knocking it out the park. You the humility. You could have said your own movie. Do I have a Christmas movie? Which one is mine? Oh, the holiday. Obviously the holiday. Nancy Myers, genius. <laughs> totally forgot he was in the holiday movie. All right. Uh, James Corden uh, has all these guest hosts this week because he is out filming a movie. So Harry Styles filled in uh, last night, played a game with Kendall Jenner, which uh, he Harry Styles used to date Kendall Jenner back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, they played the game Spill Your Guts or Fill Your Guts, where you have to answer a question or eat something disgusting. So the question was, rank all the One Direction member solo careers and Harry Styles had to answer, or eat a scorpion. Okay. Between Louis, Liam, Niall, and Zayn, <laughs> rank their solo music. Ate the scorpion. He did? He ate the scorpion? Ate the scorpion. Wow. That's probably a wise idea. You're a good American, Thank Garrett. You. Thank you. What's up, Spazzy? Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. Hey there, it's Phoebe Rexa. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Ah, tell us Trajan's after dark. Danielle. Yes. You know you love it. I do love it. So uh, it's a dirty game, but it's it doesn't... not always dirty. Oh my gosh, it's dirty when we play it. You know what? Let's challenge ourselves and try to play it once where it's not dirty. I can't. We should bring it on the bus with us today when we travel. Yeah, and keep ourselves entertained. Yeah. All right, put it on the magic bus. So it's the best late night board game out there. You want to laugh with your friends? This is definitely the way to do it because we crack up laughing when we play it. It's just like the telephone game you played as a kid, but adult sketches and guesses and outcomes are usually wrong by the end of it. It's like, what the heck did you draw? Um, but anyway, it's fun. They do have a telestrations after uh, a different telestrations game for younger people. This is not the one for the kids. No. Don't put this under the tree for your six-year-old niece. This is not the one. This is <laughs> telestrations. No, I say do it. Yeah, this one might be for grandma though. She might get a kick out <laughs> she of it. Might. Oh no. Uh, go today to Target, Bed Bath and Beyond, Barnes and Noble, wherever your board game, board game. Oh my gosh, board, board games, games are, are sold. sold. Telestrations after dark. The fun memories will be lovely. Please welcome. Live from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to introduce you to Don McPherson. Uh, Don McPherson, uh, God, he used to be an all—he was an All-America quarterback at Syracuse University. He went on to play uh, professionally in the NFL and mm-hmm. up in Canada. And he began his work on gender-based violence prevention 
a long time ago, like back in 1994. Don, good to see you again. See you. Hello. You're coming in live, man. All right. You're, you're coming, <laughs> coming in hot. You're coming in hot. You're falling in the snake pit as the snakes are uh, twisting and turning. All right. Uh, this is Danielle Monero. Good morning. Hello, Danielle. This is my sister. My other sister, Gandhi. Hi. Hello, Gandhi. How are you? Doing well. Well, he's got a radio voice. Yes. You do. I've got the face for radio, too. Oh, stop it. No, wait a minute. No, no. See, see, when you say that, you're, 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 when you're saying that, you're, when you're saying that, you're implying that we're ugly. Don. <laughs> yeah, that's not nice, not, Don. Not, no, you all are beautiful people. <laughs> you're screwed. You just walked in here. This, this interview has gone straight to hell. Right, 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 right away. Okay, if I say something that isn't quite on target, feel free to correct me, as I know you will. Okay. Um... You know, it, it, of the years of late, especially, we've been uh, hashtag Me Too movement. We've been talking about gender equality, elevating people up to, at the very least, where they need to have a foundation where they have a an equal chance to live and be treated equally in this world. You started diving into this in the early 90s. Yeah. And so you have a perspective from back then, and you've seen it change from then to now. Right, gender equality. Right. So, has it changed that much? Are we are we on the right path, or is it getting worse? In your opinion, you know, we're on the right path. It just hasn't changed fast enough. I think that I always say that, like twenty years ago, if I was talking to a group of men for an hour, I would spend forty five minutes trying to explain to them that there's a problem. Now I don't have to explain the problem. We 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 know it's there. Well, they've been told there's a yeah. problem. Do they believe there's a problem? Yes, they do. They, okay. they do. And and part of the reason what, what what Me Too did was a lot of men felt indicted. A lot of men felt blamed. That's fine. What a lot of them also felt was failure. Failure to protect the women in their lives that they care about. They heard their mothers, their sisters, their daughters saying, yeah, this happened to me too. So for the first time, it wasn't a woman on a poster or on a PSA. It was a woman in their lives. So for the first time, men heard their failure to protect the women that they care about. Well, I never thought of that part. What made this important to you? Like, why did this become what you wanted to, you know, be part of? Partially because of what I just said. Okay. Like when I was 29 years old, there's a chapter in my book titled 29 because I was 29 years old when I first learned about the issue of men's violence against women. The other part was that I've been doing work around around social issues that were always about drugs, alcohol, things that you do to yourself. This was an issue or something that you do to somebody else that really made me feel like, and because masculinity and men uh, were the were the perpetrators, yeah. I was this iconic guy, this iconic man as a football player. And so I had to debunk a lot of the myths about masculinity that were leading to violence against women. So uh, Don McPherson is here. He has a book called You Throw Like a Girl, The Blind Spot of Masculinity, which I think I could write a book, You Throw Like a Girl, because I used to, was always told I threw like a girl. <laughs> and I, I and, and in hindsight, I, sh- I should have said thank you. Right. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? strong. I know. So when you talk about some of the toxic traits of masculinity, what is it that you think are the biggest perpetrators right now of toxic masculinity? What do you think are some of the things that are are being put out there that are causing people to feel this way? You know, I I don't like the term toxic masculinity because it doesn't allow men a lane to to come to the conversation. I agree. Toxic masculinity indicts being male. We've conflated the violence and and all the bad parts of, of, of what happens with men and violence against women. We've conflated that with being male, and that's that's not true. And we also ignore the continuum of masculinities, right? Right. It, it's a very broad understanding of what it means to be a man. And so I don't like the term toxic masculinity because it narrows men to this violent, misogynistic identity, which is what we, we are not. Right, because you can still be very masculine and be a great person that is not holding women down. Correct. And lifting them up. Correct. 
I agree with you on that. So, okay. By the way, the book is out. It's it's a brand new book, right? Yes. Came out in September. And how's how's the I, re- I wrote it 20 years ago. Really? Yes. Wow. But, th- but things have changed since then, have they not? Yes, they have. And, and 20 years ago, I wrote it. I was on Oprah. And I was, oh, tell this story. Yes, I was. <laughs> listen, listen to this story. <laughs> this is awesome because I was so ready for this, to, to be on Oprah's show talking about violence against women and told her about the book in mid-show. She gave me the name of a publisher, got back here to New York, called the guy. He called me back immediately because, of course, I name-dropped Oprah. How cool was that? <laughs> right. And within a day, the book was on its way. Within a week, he, he rejected it. And, and what did he say? And what he said was essentially... And by the way, the letter, the rejection letter is in my book now. And what he said was, the people who need this book don't buy books. And the people who buy books don't need your book. In other words, women don't need you telling them that violence against women is a real thing and this is why it happens. And men who who, who are the problem don't buy books. And I found that to be so sexist against men. It is. Yeah, right. I mean, dumbasses read books all the time. Thank you. (laughs) We might not get anything out of it, but we read them, right? Exactly. And so that was, but uh, like I, f- I was so offended by that notion that men don't care. What I was writing about the last chapter of my book is, is titled "Be Your Son's Father, Not Your Father's Son." In other words, we have to be better than our fathers. And the whole point of the book was how do we help men navigate this thing that we've never been taught, this thing we never discussed, and what does it mean to be a whole, loving, caring man? And there you go. Tom McPherson is here. The book is called You Throw Like a Girl, The Blind Spot of Masculinity. we got to take a break. More coming up right after, right? We're scaring yep. a break? Yes. Uh, okay. We'll be back right after this. I love you guys. I listen to you every day. Thank you for listening. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Here we go. Here we go. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Tonight, we'll be on stage at Z, uh, Q102's Jingle Ball, presented by Capital One in Philadelphia. And, of course, Z100's Jingle Ball at the Garden this Friday. You can listen to it and watch it live uh, on CWTV.com or on the CW app this Friday. But anyway, another thing about Don McPherson, our guest, uh, he was a quarterback for the Eagles. So, look, another connection. Yep. To Philly. Philly. Love it. Yeah. Also, uh, Syracuse University. You were the quarterback there. And, uh, well, I... I a major, major awarded quarterback. Yeah, come on, you're you're not, you're not a little, little. You know, last night was the, was the, the college football Hall of Fame dinner uh, uptown, and I was there for that. And it's my eleventh year going to that dinner, and uh, I'm a college football geek, so it was awesome to be in that room with the new class of Hall of Famers. There's something That's about cool. Syracuse stu- students. I mean, we have Ali Gold over here. We have Smiling Stephen, who's producing us in Philly, and uh, we have David Katz, my business partner, not my sexual partner. Well, <laughs> you know, there's still time. The day is young. Yes, so, the day is young. Uh, let's get back to work because we were having such okay. a great conversation, and uh, Adam will agree. Adam's listening to us uh, up in Connecticut. Hi, uh, Adam. How you doing? Good, Elvis. How are you doing? Doing very well. So, Don McPherson has a book out called "You Throw Like a Girl: The Blind Spot of Masculinity," and of course, Danielle at Adam. D- uh, Danielle asked Don why. Again, just in a nutshell, why did you feel this book was so important for us to have on the market today? Because I think there is a, a real need for a conversation with young men in particular. We, when we talk about violence against women, we, we typically talk about the impacts on, on women and girls. Uh, we're not talking about the impact on men and boys. And so there needs to be a, a robust conversation about what's going on with men. When you think about all the different issues that are going on that relate to suicide and depression and mental health issues, that men are not a part of that conversation. And this, the conversation around preventing violence against women and men's health are, are the same conversation. So, Adam, what is, uh, what is it about our conversation with Don that struck a nerve with you? 
Well, I think that there's a lot of young guys out there that are also, um, you know, we, we start talking about, uh, you know, violence against women and the Me Too movement, and a lot of guys take it as, you know, an attack on them. Um, and that's not what it is. It's uh, We're just trying to support, you know, regular human beings, women in our lives, and try to help them out. And um, this is a message that people need to understand that this is a thing that's happening all the time. And, it is kind of hard to de- conversation it, it's hard to articulate this a little bit. I tell you though, I want you to pick this pick pick up this book. Does it, does it sound like something you need to read and learn more about? Yeah, uh, I'm a pretty young guy. I, I do like to read books, but um, this sounds like a pretty interesting thing to uh, become a little bit more knowledgeable on. You know, I think that Adam is, re- represents a lot more men out there than than we know. Talk and, about it. And, and and so when I went on Oprah many years ago. Uh, when I wrote this book, I had a publisher tell me that essentially men don't care about this issue. And I patently disagree. Uh, I think that's patently false I, with, with that precedent, uh, the notion that men don't care about talking about being better fathers, about exploring masculinity in a very broad way. And I think what Adam is saying is is there are a lot of men out there who don't feel attacked. They feel, what can I do? What am I supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? Because the other part of, of Me Too was not just that men felt failure, but we also couldn't do that thing that we're supposed to do as men. We couldn't go beat the crap out of somebody because this happened to my daughter or my or my wife or my girlfriend years ago. So, so you're what, stuck. So you're stuck. What right. do you do? And, and the next part of this conversation for men is what do we do? How do we grow past this narrow way in which we were, we've been raised? Adam, thank you for your call. Go pick it up. It's called You Throw Like a Girl by Dan McPher- uh, Don McPherson, okay? All right, thank you. You guys have a great show. Well, you too. And, oh, thank you very much. Thanks for spending time with us. All right, so let's talk to Danielle, who mm-hmm. is the mother of two boys. Yes. What, 10 and 14? Yep. 10 yep. and 14. Go. <laughs> so why? So let's do this. Yeah. Why is it important for either maybe my husband to read the book, yes. or my maybe my fourteen-year-old to read the book? Yeah, you know, we you often hear the term uh, um, microaggressions when it comes to the workplace and when it comes to how how men and women and and LGBTQ and 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 uh, folks interact and all the little subtle things that we do that offend and. We do that to boys constantly. One of the other the, uh, other authors on the imprint uh, that I'm um, published on the Akashic Books, books is a former NFL player who talked about suicide because he was he thought that when he finished playing football that no one would care or no one would like him or love him because he was gay. And it was all the things he heard every single day that were homophobic that were telling him that if you're not a real tough, hard-nosed football player guy, then you don't matter to the point that you don't you, know, you shouldn't be alive. And and those kinds of things that boys hear every that's why the title you throw like a girl matters because it is the language that we hear as boys from a very very early age. It's true, yeah. That you're either a real man or you don't matter, right? And so it's so important for men to have this conversation so they know how to talk to their sons in a way that that does not diminish who their sons are, but lifts them up to be whole, loving, caring people, as well as being tough little boys. Because we're gonna be we're gonna be little knuckleheads anyway, yeah. right? That's a given. <laughs> but how do you raise them yep. also to be loving and caring at the same time? Nice. So for people who are maybe processing this idea for the first time, because it's a big idea, right? And there are a lot of different areas that could be changed. What would be your jumping off point or your one piece of advice for people who say, "I want to make a difference. Where do I start?" Starts with the conversation, and and it's a hard like to, to your point. I don't think that the concept is hard. I think people know it. 
I think men know in, instinctively that I'm not living my wholeness. I'm not living an honest life because I'm not fully expressing who I am in my wholeness. I think men know that part. And so the, 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 the difficult part is how do you start the conversation? As I said, 20 years ago, I had to explain to men there's a problem. Now it's like, okay, how do we talk about this? And I always tell people, get comfortable with the uncomfortable conversation. And that's what we have to do. Yeah, if you're raising a child, I must assume, and the only child I have is a, a schnauzer, so okay, I'm off <laughs> yeah. the hook. I'm good. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's cool to oh, everyone. No, know. he's cool to everyone. <laughs> okay. yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, it's actually a redirection in parenting, I must assume. It, it, the bottom line, and, and Don actually said this, is stop raising a-holes. <laughs> I mean, no, really. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's straight to the point. You, teach your kids not to be jerks. Yeah. Don't ignore the fact that they could become one. Right. You know? and, and and what masculinity does, what the culture of men does, is that we validate that. I mean, we we I mean we have got a guy in the White House who bragged about sexual assault. Right. So we validate that a hole. And and we say that that's a real man. And that's and that's a problem for so many young people, so many young men who are in what I refer to in the book as the performance of masculinity. They're really sweet, good people. The problem is they're performing something that is antithetical to who they really are. And they're performing this notion of masculinity as being uncaring, unfeeling, insensitive, and impervious to pain. And, and all those things become the toxicity of masculinity. There you go. And uh, one more line before you leave. Yeah. Sex. We, we teach our kids about sex. I saw, so many this years ago. This is my ago, favorite line from this, Don. This, this, and it's one of my favorites too. Many years ago I was at a conference. I heard a woman say that we tell kids that sex is dirty, immoral, it's going to cause unwanted pregnancies, STIs, all these horrible things, but save it for the one you love. <laughs> what a gift. <laughs> what a gift. Oh, <laughs> really makes all the all sense, the sense in, in the world. world. There you go. So, okay, so uh, the new book is called You Throw Like a Girl, The Blind Spot of Masculinity. Very important dialogue, very important conversation, and the uncomfortable conversations are actually sometimes challenging to the point where they're fun once you know that you're having a great conversation that could move all of us forward. And I think you've really started that. Thank you, Don. My pleasure. Thank Don you. Don McPherson. By the way, if you want to meet Don... He's going to be in our stomping grounds, Huntington, Long Island, at Book Review. Yeah! There you go. And this is where I met Don the night we were out there doing a book signing. Yeah. And we went to, to Basito. We had great Mexican food and margaritas. And then we slithered on over to Book Review <laughs> in Huntington, Long Island. What time are you there tonight? 7 p.m. 7 o'clock tonight. Meet Don McPherson. Thank you, Don. My pleasure. Have Thank a great you. day. We'll be All back right. after this. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I recently worked with a mixologist on some killer Bloody Mary recipes, and there was a game changer involved. That game changer was Cholula hot sauce. I was so shocked and surprised by the awesome flavor. It had kick. It had heat. Cholula added everything to this morning drink. So go out and get your own Cholula, the bottles with the wooden cap. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. I love this phone tap. I, I shouldn't even say anything. I should just let you listen to it yeah. and judge for yourself. My father-in-law is a practical joker, got me really bad on April Fool's Day. So I want to get him back very badly. A few weeks ago, he was having a problem with the wild skunk. He sprayed the skunk with a high-powered hose to chase him off, and eventually they had to call the police to come and kill the skunk. The whole neighborhood got involved. Would you please call as the owner of the skunk and bust on him for killing your pet skunk? (laughs) Thank you from Deborah. All right. Here he is. Dave Brody decided to take the challenge. You ready, Brody? Oh, yeah. Here we go. The skunk phone tap. Hello. Hello, is Larry there? Who's this? Peppy. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, hi, this is him. Listen, the jig is up. Excuse me? You heard me. I know what you did, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to let you get away with it. Who's this? Who's this? It's Peppy. I don't know anybody by the name of Peppy. Well, you know what? Your neighbor told me what you did. 
What are you talking about? Oh, what am I talking? I love it that you act like you don't know. I don't know, sir. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you don't know crap. A month and a half ago, my pet skunk ran away, and I've been trying desperately to find out what happened to him, and I put signs up all over the neighborhood, a reward. Nobody responded to me until Marissa called me up, and she told me that you killed my skunk. I did not do that. Listen, Peppy, my God, I would never do that. You're going to deny you killed my skunk? I did not, sir. You're inhuman. Listen, I called the Ramapo police. They told me you killed my skunk. I did. Hey, listen, can you listen to me carefully? I can't listen to anything. Listen, Peppy, can you listen to me carefully? Sir. Yeah. Can you listen to me? I'm listening. The skunk was in my yard. <sighs> okay? Let me explain to you what happened. Go ahead, tell me why you killed him. He was acting. Why, like Shakespeare? Like he had rabies. He was walking around in circles. I taught him to do that. Well, sir, I didn't know that. I called the Ramapo police the first time that he was in my yard. Then he wind up in Marissa's yard. Okay? At what point did you kill him? I didn't kill him. What did you do, Larry? I, I didn't kill him. The Ramapo police killed him. Oh, now you're blaming the cops? The cops were the ones who came over here, sir. I spoke to the cops. They said you shot my skunk with a hose. I did not. You shot my skunk with a hose? I did not, sir. Did you shoot my skunk with a hose? I, 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 tried, I, I watered him to try to get him out of my uh, property. You watered him? He's not a flower? Well, sir, I don't know what to do. It's in my property. He's acting irrational. They He's a skunk. I don't know that. Sir, I don't know that. What other animals have you killed? Oh, come on, guy. Give me a break. I have never killed anybody. Well, why didn't you save my skunk? There's articles all over the, the, the newspaper that are going around with rabies. And didn't you see the signs up all over the neighborhood? Absolutely not. Absol if, believe me, if I would have seen signs along the neighborhood... It had an ID tag and a collar. Sir, well, let, let me ask did you, you something. Did you bother to look? What, did the police look? How am I going to get next to a skunk? Well, who was shooting him with water? You were the cops. I watered him to get him off my property. Oh, my God. You watered my oh, skunk. Look, I, look, I don't want to discuss this. Marissa said you killed my skunk. Marissa? Listen to me. After you hosed my skunk, the skunk was all wet, and, you, and, you, and the autopsy showed that you blinded the skunk. The skunk wandered into the lake and drowned. It what? You heard me. The, the, the skunk was shot by the police in front of the, her, her, her house. Because you drowned it. Oh, get out of here. The skunk was shot in front. Look, I don't want to discuss it anymore, okay? I'm in the process right now. I'm going to call the police because this is harassment, okay? Do me a favor. If you can just tell me you're sorry for killing my, my skunk, Elvis, then, then I'll forgive you and I'll, I'll drop the whole thing. No, no. Absolutely not. There's nothing to forgive here because I did not kill your skunk. Well, would you at least admit that you had a hand in, in, in the death of my skunk? Absolutely not, sir. I did not kill the skunk. I, I, I took your skunk and... I got them out of my property. That's all I did. All right, could you could you say? The, excuse me. All the right. Ramapo police were the ones who shot, okay, your skunk in front of Marissa. As a matter of fact, Marissa and I are going to have a freaking conversation today, okay? And you won't apologize for hosing Elvis the skunk? Well, let me tell you something. You should apologize to your skunk for, for how the hell did he get away from you? Well, he's allowed to go out in the backyard. Oh, he's allowed to go out in the backyard, huh? Man, look. Don't talk to me, guy, okay? Well, will you... Will you, you... Want, listen to me. You want to have a discussion with me? Come in front of my face, okay? Have a discussion with me, okay? Man to well, man. Don't talk to me all over the well, phone, Well, you're going to okay? hit me? You're going to hit me? You know me? where I live. The police is on the way home. I just filed a harassment charge against whoever it is calling me, okay? Well, your, your daughter-in-law asked us to play a phone tap on you. Excuse me? This is Dave Brody from Elvis in the Morning Show. <laughs>
<laughs> is there anything you want to say to your daughter in law, Debbie? Uh, payback is a bitch. Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. This show. I love it. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You put ketchup on your eggs? Let me shake it up with Cholula hot sauce. Now I put it on all my favorites because it makes them taste that much better. Just look for Cholula's iconic wooden cap. 